Blog Talk Radio. Awesome is your holy name. 
of a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. <laughs> you do glory. You're a faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name, you want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is
Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Hallelujah. We are at the last second before the trumpet sound. Hallelujah. We are so close to going home. Hallelujah. Welcome all to the Lord's Hour. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hope everyone here is fine. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. God is so good and he is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to share what the Lord revealed to me this morning, which I know is going to encourage a lot of my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Um, you will you will understand how close we are to going home. I, I was shocked this morning by the Lord in his revelation to my life. Hallelujah. And how close, hallelujah, we are to be going home. It is so, so close. Hallelujah. I thank each one of you. Hallelujah. Uh, praise Jesus. I apologize if it is. Hallelujah. I just hope everyone hear me fine. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The testimony, the revelation the Lord gave me this morning, because the Lord he is such a wonderful God. And hallelujah. I want to go into the word of God before I, I, I share what I have to share so we can get a clear understanding of what the word of God says about this. And this is from, uh, praise Jesus. I mean, this is, I believe, it's from uh, Romans, and um, praise Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So good to hear that news. Oh, we just want to go to heaven. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. God bless you. God bless you abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Hallelujah. Everyone who's listening in the Lord's Hour, everyone um, who is listening in the archives and in the air, any way of uh, communication, hallelujah. May God bless you. May God bless you. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're so close. My brothers and sisters, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming for us. He's taking us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord because we just want to get out of here. We want to be with the Lord. Amen. The bride is waiting. Hallelujah for the Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. And he hears our prayers. He hears and he knows that, hallelujah, that we just want to get out of here because the whole earth, the world is contaminated. Oh, praise your name, Jesus. And we just want to get out of here. Hallelujah. We want our families, our children, everyone, hallelujah, to get out of here because, and it's just getting, it's getting worse. It's bad, and it's getting worse every day. But we have a merciful God, hallelujah, and that's why we got to be ready at all times that everyone who repents, hallelujah, and give their life to Jesus, hallelujah, God will rescue, hallelujah, that soul. Everyone, hallelujah, that is willing to give, hallelujah, their life to Jesus, and accept, hallelujah, Jesus into their life, into their heart, 
and have, hallelujah, and ask the Lord to forgive you. Hallelujah, the Lord will repent. He, the Lord will forgive. He will forgive your sins. All you need to do is repent to Jesus. Repent to Jesus. Repent to the Lord. Repent to Jesus. Hallelujah. Repent to the Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus will watch your sins away. Praise your name, Jesus. Holy Spirit, take charge of my protection. Hallelujah. I bind every evil spirit from north, south, east, west, up and down in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Confusion out in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind them all in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Come down with fire and power. All over this place, hallelujah. Todo espíritu de perturbación ahora lo ato en el nombre poderoso de Jesucristo. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I pray that you will send, hallelujah. Send me archangels, Lord, to back me up. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And may the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Clear the atmosphere. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Oh, use me for your glory, Jesus. I'm just your servant, Lord Jesus. I'm your servant, Lord. Use me, Lord Jesus. Ministry your people tonight. Ministry to your people tonight, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus and Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Jesus, into this place. I praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is a moment in every single day to be repenting, to be repent and repent and repent every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we are about, hallelujah, to go home. And I know things are going to happen. I know there's still events and things that are going to happen. The war. And everything is just going to happen one by one, very fast. And Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus will come and take us home. He will come and take his bride home. Are you ready? Are you ready? Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Lord? Are you ready for the Lord? Every day, Lord, thank Jesus. Cleanse me, Jesus. You have to repent. Cleanse me, Lord Jesus from all type and kind of a sin that I have committed against you since the day that I was born until the last second of the rapture. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I pray. Hallelujah. Have mercy on me, Lord Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. Tell them, tell them every day. Write my name in the book of life. Have mercy, have mercy, my Lord. Hallelujah. Write my name in the book of life. Remember, if, if, your name is not written in the book of life. You are in danger. You repent and walk away from sin. Repent and seek the Lord daily. Hallelujah. And watch and watch like the five virgins wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord and keep, hallelujah, waiting for the Lord. Hallelujah. Repent and wait for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
God is good. God is good. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Kirshen. Persecution is coming. Famine, great famine. We have to seek that presence. Tribulation is very close. Deception is coming. Pain and pain and hurt. After the tribulation, during the tribulation, Pain and hurt. We want to be with the Lord. We want to seek God's presence. You may make known to me the path of life, and your presence there is fullness of joy. That you're right in our pleasures for evermore. Psalm sixteen eleven. And he said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And they heard the son of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, Genesis. And the man and his wife, hallelujah, hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. May the Lord will not find you in sin when that day comes, when the big day comes, hallelujah. I says, hallelujah, God wants us to seek his face. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me, hallelujah, with all of your heart, Jeremiah 29, verse 13, draw near to God and he will draw near to you, hallelujah. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, is the word of God, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, James 4, verse 8. Hallelujah, keep your life free from love of money. Keep your life free from sitting. Keep your, keep your life free from all earthly things. And be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews thirteen five. Keep your life free from the love of money. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We got to seek hallelujah, God presence. Hallelujah. Persecution also is coming. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ, Jesus will be 12. You have felt persecution. You have felt persecution already from your family, from your friends, from your husband, from your wife, from your kids, from your coworkers, from anyone. You have felt that, but also some other brothers and sisters have gone even through jail. They they live in other countries where they also have felt the persecution, and they have gone through persecution. Oh, but it's coming even more severe. And beat all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Are you faithful to God when you have when you are being persecuted? Hallelujah. Can you resist? Hallelujah. God gives us his strength. God, hallelujah, helps us. 
You let the Lord know, hallelujah. If the world hates you, says the word of God, know that it has hated me. Remember that before I hated you, before it hated you. If the world, John 15, 15, 18, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. So the world is going to hate us. But God loves us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's okay if the world hates you. It's okay if your friends hate you or anyone that doesn't like you because you are living a godly life because you have decided to follow Jesus. Praise the living God. It's okay. Let them hate you. You don't want the world to love you. You'll be in trouble with God if the world loves you. Because that means you're not pleasing God. You're pleasing the world. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me. They hated the Lord because Jesus was righteousness. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, was holy. And is holy. And he will always be holy. Praise your name, Jesus. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hates you. So actually be happy and content if the world hates you. But God loves you. Be happy because God loves you. It's okay if the world hates you. It's not okay if the world loves you. It's okay if they hate you. But God loves you. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For there is the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, welcome, Holy Spirit, and help me so, Holy Spirit. Ministry to your people tonight, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are those who are persecuted. God blesses those that are going to go through persecution. God blesses those you have been persecuted or that you are being persecuted for righteousness' sake. Hallelujah. God bless you for that. And for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, says the word God in Matthew 5, verse 10. Praise the living God. So when you are being persecuted, the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. Praise your name, Jesus. But I say to you, love, I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Are you being persecuted at work? Hallelujah. Have you been persecuted by your friends, by your family? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Bless us, those who are persecuted. For there is the kingdom of heaven. So remember that. When you are going through persecution, or if you're going to go to persecution, or if you have been into persecution, 
the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God, hallelujah, blesses you. Because that's what the word God said. For there is the kingdom of heaven for theirs. Matthew 5, verse 10. Praise your name, Jesus. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, praise your name, Jesus, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For hallelujah, when I am weak, then I'm strong. Praise your name, Jesus. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord knows, and he knew we were going to go through this. But God, hallelujah, give us. He gives us encouragement. And he, he, gives, he gave us a promise that we were going to be blessed, and we are blessed. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the living God. Praise your name, Jesus. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for there's the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and are all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, says the word of God, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the, prop, the prophets who were before you. Hallelujah. And when persecution comes even more severe, that they're going to go after you or after me. We have to be strong. And we have to, hallelujah, remember these words. Remember what the word God, what the word God was letting us know. What is the word God letting us know? Hallelujah. Remember his promise. Remember, hallelujah, The God is a good God. Remember that he is with you. He's going to be with you. He is always going to be with us. For it is better to suffer for doing good, says the word God in First Peter 3.17. If that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Hallelujah. For it is better to suffer for doing good. Hallelujah. Than for doing evil. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. He said it was going to be easy here being on earth. God is with us. And he is helping us. There's a battle every day. It's okay. God is with us. And who can be against us? Because God is with us. No evil. No principality. No demons. Neither Satan will snap you out of Jesus' hand. Pray! 
praise your name, Jesus. Because God cares. Because God loves you. Because he, hallelujah, saves you. And once you belong to Jesus, no one and no demon or no principality they will not snap you out of Jesus' hand. And what do we need to do? We have to seek the Lord. We have to obey the Lord. We have to read the word of God. Hallelujah. We have to obey his commandments. We have to obey his statutes. We have to, hallelujah, pray. And we have to trust Jesus and we have to love the Lord and trust the Lord. Hallelujah. And we have to be faithful to God, just like the way how he is. He's faithful. And he was faithful until, hallelujah, death to his father. We should be faithful to him. Whatever happens, whatever you're going to go through, you remain faithful. Just stay faithful. Hallelujah. And stay firm. Until, hallelujah, the last second of that trumpet, hallelujah, until the last second of your breath. Stay faithful to God and trust the Lord and love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your strength, with everything you got in you. You love God. But you love the Lord. Obeying him. If you obey me, you, you will love me. Hallelujah. First Peter 3.14, but even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of them because they can't take your soul with them. Hallelujah. Don't worry about it because Jesus is with you and you belong to Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Romans 12, verse 14. Instead, bless them and pray for them. God is good. Who shall separate us? Hallelujah, Romans. Romans 8.35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. Pain? Will that separate you from the love of God? No. Tribulation? Will that separate you from the love of Christ? No. Hallelujah. 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 Shall this trouble separate you from the love of God? No. Shall persecution separate you from the love of God? No. Famine. Separate you from the love of Christ? No. Show nakedness will separate you from the love of Christ. No. 
or danger or sore. Nothing can, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Hallelujah. Remember the word. Remember his word. Remember his promise. John fifteen twenty. I said to you, a servant is not a greater than his master. If they persecute me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Praise your name, Jesus. We've got to seek God's presence. We have to seek the Lord. Because when you seek God, God gives you strength and you're strong. If you're weak, he'll give you strength and you'll become strong. And that's why we've got to seek the Lord. Some of you are going through persecution. Some of you have gone through persecution and some of you are going to go through persecution. Hallelujah. So God wants us to seek his presence. So when that day comes, hallelujah, he will give you rest. You will seek me and find me, Jeremiah 29, 13, when you seek me with all of your heart. Seek the Lord with all of your heart. Talk to him, to him like a friend, and talk to him, hallelujah, with respect. Honor him. Give him, hallelujah, his honor. Worship him. Love him. Draw near, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you, says the word God in James 4, 8. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, says the word God, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Say, Lord, cleanse my hands. And forgive my sins. I repent, Lord Jesus. And purify my heart, Lord. Purify my heart. Get rid of me the double mind and say to, say to the Lord. Got to be honest with the Lord. Let him know what you feel. He already knows. Because he knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He knows everything about you. But he wants us to be sincere. And he wants us to draw near him with a sincere heart. With cleanse. Hallelujah cleansiness that he is going to give us. He wants us to draw near him and seek his face. So he can cleanse us. We need from the Lord. We need from the Lord every day of our life. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Every day, hallelujah, we need the Lord. In every situation, we need the Lord. And we need the Lord's help and we need the Lord's presence. Hallelujah. One thing have I asked of the Lord 
that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Hallelujah. Psalms 27, verse 4. Keep your life free. Hallelujah. From sinning. From anything that is affecting you to being close with the Lord. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? That's the word of God, Psalms 139, verse 7. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. For me, it is good to be near God, Psalm 73, verse 28. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. God is so good and he cares. I am the vine, you are the branches, says the word God. Whoever abides in me and in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. We can't do anything. That's why we need Jesus in our lives, friends that are listening. You need Jesus in your life because you can't do anything without Jesus. Without Jesus, you will feel empty. You will feel distressed. You will feel anxiety. You will feel pain. You will feel... You will feel empty. Jesus, hallelujah, is a breath of life. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus, hallelujah, is the only one who can fill us. Hallelujah. Jesus is the only one, hallelujah, that save us. He's the Son of God. Give your life to Jesus, you feel sad. You give your life to Jesus, you feel distressed. Give your life to Jesus. Are you in pain? Give your life to Jesus. Are you worried about what is happening around this world right now? Give your life to Jesus. And he will give you peace. That peace that you have been looking for years, he will give you that peace. Hallelujah. And he will save you because he loves you and he cares for you because he gave his life for you and me at that cross. No one cares more than Jesus. Hallelujah. You have said, seek my face, my heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek, Psalms 27, verse 8. I am the vine, you are the branches, we are the branches, and he is the vine, he's the tree, he's the tree of life. 
He is the door, hallelujah, to go to heaven. Whoever abides in me and in I and him, he it is that bears my truth for apart from me. You can't do nothing. So you can't do anything. There's nothing that you can do. You can't do if you don't have Jesus in your life. Without Jesus, you will not make it. Without Jesus, you will not make it to heaven. Without Jesus, you will feel empty. Give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Give your life to Jesus and open your heart. And let him know. Hallelujah. That you, hallelujah, believe that he's the son of man. And that you accept him as, hallelujah, as your Savior in your heart and to write your name in the book of life. Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land, says the word of God in Genesis 28:15. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jesus promised you something, when he has promised something, he will never break his promise. Because it's not a mental lie. Hallelujah. Because he's God. Hallelujah. And he created us. Because he's a truthful God. When he promised, hallelujah, he promised and that is, that's what it is. A promise is a promise. Hallelujah for the Lord. And he keeps it because he's a truthful God, because he loves you and because he cares for you. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews four sixteen. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, open your heart to Jesus. This is what it means, friends. Open your heart to Jesus. He's knocking at your door. He's knocking at your heart. He's telling you, son, daughter, please open your heart to me. Give me your life. I want to restore you. I want to give you peace. I want to save you. Let me in. I want to take you, hallelujah, to heaven to be with me. Hallelujah, the rapture is about to happen. I want to bring you with me. He's standing at the door and he's knocking. Open your heart and say, Lord, here I am. I love you, Jesus. Take me. I accept you. I invite you into my heart. Please, Lord. Hallelujah, write my name in the book of life. I will come in to him and meet with him and he with me. Because when Jesus comes into your heart, why does he say he will eat with you and you, hallelujah, with him? Because you will feel, you, you finally will feel fulfilled. No one can feel you here on earth except Hallelujah, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. That's why even if we go to tribulation, if we go to trials, 
we feel, hallelujah, is strong. But it's not because we're strong. It's because Jesus, hallelujah, is giving us the strength in the Holy Spirit. So when Jesus comes, hallelujah, into your life, you feel fulfilled. You feel this is exactly what I need. This is what I've been needing for all these years. You will feel that joy again in your life. Even if you go through sad or trials or pain in your life, because that's what we sometimes we go through, but you will still have joy because God is with you, because he's giving you, hallelujah, joy. In the middle of circumstances, problems, whatever type or kind of problem you might have, you will still, hallelujah, feel the joy of the Lord in you because God is with you, because he is with you. And that's why Jesus says that without him we can't do anything. Because if we don't have if we if we, if we if you don't have Jesus in your heart you can't you can't do it because you're fighting depression. You won't be able to do it because you you're having anxiety anxiety. Worriness, fear, and that's why you won't be able to do it. But if you give your life to Jesus, all that, all those things are going to go away. All that fear is going to go away because Jesus is going to come into your life and he is going to, hallelujah, cleanse you and forgive you from all of your sins because that's why he gave his life for you, for you to be safe. And for you to be in heaven, because he wants us to be in heaven with him. Hallelujah. Here's what the Lord said. Hallelujah. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and meet with him and he with me. For Christ has entered not into holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true things. He was 924 but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Joshua 1 verse 9. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So wherever you go, wherever you are, wherever you're going to go, And you can you may go to the stress, you may go with sadness, you may go with uh trials and tribulations or pain or some job. That's your house. Whatever it is, the Lord is with you. Hallelujah. And he will go wherever you go. But because you don't have Jesus in your heart, you're going through everything that I have mentioned. You will feel empty and distressed and all the pain and all those trials, illnesses, breakup. Lost a job, 
and all those kind of pains be more painful for you. But see, but you won't feel that if Jesus is in your heart because he gets rid of that pain. Give all of your burdens to the Lord and the Lord will give you rest. He will give you his peace and he will give you his, hallelujah, he will give you his strength and he will give you joy in the middle of tribulation, in the middle of pain. Because he will go wherever you go. Because he is with you and he will never forsake you. He will never leave you. Hallelujah. And those are promises that the Lord gave us. So friends that are listening, do you want to have that peace that you've been looking for? Do you want to have that joy that you've been looking for so long, months or years? And the love, give your life to Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Because God, hallelujah, is knocking at your door. He's knocking at your heart. But he has been doing it for so long. And you continue to say no. Don't wait no more. Don't let Satan grab you. Don't let him. Because he's the one. Satan is the one who hates you and have done many bad things in your life. But Jesus is here to rescue you tonight. And Jesus, hallelujah, wants to give you that peace and that joy and that love that only God can give it to you because he knows you and because he created you. And he, he's here, hallelujah, to save you and to protect you from Satan. Hallelujah! Praise the living God! Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. God, hallelujah, cares. Hallelujah. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and work for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the stripes of tongues. Psalms 31, 19, verse 20. O Psalm of David, O Lord, who shall, who shall surround, sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? Who 
He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. Who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is a spice, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own hurt and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest and does not take a a bribe, a bribe, hallelujah, against the innocent. He who does this thing shall never be moved. And I say, woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, Isaiah. Isaiah 6, verse 5. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After mankind purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Matthew 5, verse 8. Lord, purify my heart. Tell them tonight, purify my heart, Lord Jesus. Just so I tell you, there's joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Joy, hallelujah, of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. I repent, Jesus. Tell him I repent, Lord. Forgive me, Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord, from all, all unrighteousness. Cleanse me, Jesus, with your holy and mighty blood, Lord. Save me, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, Sister Regina. May God bless you and everyone who is in the Lord's Hour, who's living in the Lord's Hour. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So when the tribulation comes, and those that are going to be left behind. You better be seeking God right now. Hallelujah. Seek the Lord. And I pray and I hope to God and I pray that you will not be left behind. For then there will be a great revelation such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now. No, it never will be. Matthew twenty four twenty one. At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince who hath charge of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble. Tribulation will be a time of pain, a time of hurt and trouble such as has never 
has been since there was a nation till that time. But at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. Hallelujah. That's why what I'm saying, what I'm telling you is, is hallelujah, it's important to have your name in the book of life. In the book of life, you repent and you tell Jesus, write my name and have mercy, have mercy, my Lord, and write my name, hallelujah, in the book of life. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon, hallelujah, will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven. Think about this. It is written in the Word of God, and these things are going to happen. Matthew 24, 29, the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Hallelujah. I said to him, sir, you know, and he said to me this, are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. When you get out of the tribulation, hallelujah, hallelujah, you, hallelujah, have been, you're going to wash, hallelujah, your robes, and they're going to be made as white, hallelujah, in the blood of Jesus, hallelujah. And if those days had not been cut short, Matthew 24, verse 22, no human being, <laughs> think about this, no human being would have been saved. God is merciful that he, hallelujah, he cut those days short so we can make it. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. You want to be part of the elect. You want to be part of that group. You want to be part, hallelujah, of the bride of Christ. Praise your name, Jesus. And I saw a beast rising out of the sea. And that's exactly what is going to happen. As soon as the tribulation happens, as soon as the rapture happens, tribulation will, will happen immediately, will come immediately. And then the beast is going to rise out of the sea. Then ten horns and seven heads with ten uh, diadems on its horns and, blast, and his, his blasphemous names on his head. And the beast that I saw was like a leper, and its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And to it the dragon, the dragon gave his power, and his strong and great authority. One of his head seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed. And, he, and, and the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. Oh, boy. This is going to be a great deceiving. This is going to deceive people. And they worship the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, Tribulation is going to be all about deceiving. Who is like the beast? And who can fight against? That's why it's, it's, That's why I'm telling you, go to Jesus. Run to Jesus and escape from these things before it's too late. You, because if you get left behind, you're going to have to go through all this. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be more difficult. 
who is like a beast and who can fight against it. And the beast was giving a mouth uttering howdy and blasphemous words. And it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. Escape. Escape. Give your life to Jesus before it's too late and run to the Lord. And have him write, hallelujah, your name in the book of life. Escape from these things. Escape because you have kept my word about patient endurance. We have to be patient. We have to wait. We have to wait up for the Lord, Revelation 3.10. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. It's coming to try those who dwell on the earth. It's coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord have mercy. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. 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 Tribulation. It's going to be devastating, painful, deceiving, hurt. It's going to be deception. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Galatians 6, 7, 8. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Lord, forgive me. Tell him, forgive me for my lying lips. I'm sorry, Lord. I repent. Jesus, help me, Lord, and deliver me from this lying lips in the mighty name of Jesus. But those who act faithfully are his delight. Lord, I want to act faithfully to you. I want to be faithful until death. I want to be faithful, Lord Jesus, until my last breath. I want to be faithful, Lord Jesus, until the last second of the rapture. I want to be faithful, Lord Jesus, through tribulation. I want to be faithful, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to be faithful until the end. I always want to be faithful and help me, Jesus. Help me to be faithful. Help me to be faithful. Your time plus distraction says the word God in Psalm 52 too. Like a sharp racer, you worker of the seed, Lord. I pray, hallelujah, that you will sustain this tongue. Lord, I pray that this tongue will just speak blessings. Hallelujah. And only it will say just things that will bless you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for this song, hallelujah, just to worship you. Just hallelujah to bless people. Hallelujah to bless you, Lord. Speak life in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Jesus, from this destruction. Deliver me, Lord Jesus. Tell him tonight. Do not be confirmed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Lord, change my mind. Tell them, change my mind. Renew my mind, Lord Jesus. Have mercy of me, my Lord. Renew my mind, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But be doors of the word. And I hear is only deceiving yourself. Do it. Be doors. Not just listen, but just do it. The Lord wants to see action. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practice. Don't lie. Deliver me, Lord Jesus, from this lying tongue. Deliver me, Lord. Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let him know. And let all the bitterness be delivered from bitterness in your heart. All that anger, all that rebellion, all that stubbornness, all those bitterness things that you feel for anyone. Lord, deliver me tonight, Jesus. Deliver me, Lord Jesus, from from forgiveness. Lord, I want to forgive from unforgiveness. Deliver me from unforgiveness. I want to forgive, Lord Jesus. I want to forgive my brother and my sister in Christ. I want to forgive everyone who have hurt me, Lord Jesus. Deliver me, Lord Jesus, from this spirit of unforgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus. And tell them and rebuke it out of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver me from this lion's tongue in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Have mercy on me, hallelujah, because... Be kind, hallelujah. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another if God in Christ forgave you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm burping right now. To drink some water. Oh, God is so good. God is so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Be ready. We've got to be prepared. We've got to ask the Lord for, for, for a clean heart. We have to ask the Lord to deliver us. We have to ask. Hallelujah. We've got to ask, and we've got to ask the Lord to help us and to deliver us from pride, from foolishness, from sensuality, from envy, from all type of sins, from adultery, from fornication, from sexual immorality, from all these type of all these typing kind of sins. Hallelujah that that you think you have. Everyone has something. Everyone you ask the Lord to forgive you and to deliver you from that. Praying in, in hallelujah and with God's help and God's deliverance, it will be God in the mighty name of Jesus, and you will not have that anymore. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and that shall be no more. Hallelujah. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the foreigners' things have passed away. Revelation 21, verse 4. And that is going to be, hallelujah. That is going to be like that. It will wipe away every tear from our eyes. No more pain in heaven. No more hurt. You see, friends that are listening, no more pain, hallelujah. No more pain in heaven. No more hurt. No more of those things. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Romans 8, verse 8. He heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds. He will heal your broken heart, friends that are listening. He will heal, hallelujah. He will heal you completely, physically and spiritually. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And he will deliver you. He will heal your wounds, hallelujah. Psalms 147, verse 3. And then Psalms 34, 34, verse 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crush and spirit. Hallelujah. Do you have a brokenhearted tonight? Give it to the Lord and say, Lord, heal me, restore me. Hallelujah. Give me strength, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. I give my life, hallelujah, to you, Lord Jesus. And give me, Lord, hallelujah, your peace. Praise your name, Jesus. And I give you, Lord Jesus, tell him all of my, all of my burden. Please deliver me, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my distress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his, with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day. That's the God. That's the God who cares. And that's, hallelujah, our God that cares for us. He loves us. Hallelujah. He protects us. Hallelujah. When you belong, hallelujah, to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be your refuge. Hallelujah. My refuge and my distress, my God. And you will learn, hallelujah, to trust him. 
Blessed be, hallelujah, the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. He will give you comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, hallelujah, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For, hallelujah, as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ, we share abundantly in comfort to praise the name of the Lord Jesus. If we are afflicted, hallelujah, it is for your comfort and salvation. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same suffering that we suffer. Our hope for you in unshaking is unshaking. For we know that is that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. Second Corinthians 1, 3 through 8. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. You want words of comfort and hallelujah? You read Psalms. You read the word of God because God is the one, hallelujah, who will give you peace, brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. A Psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in scriptures. He leads me beside his still waters. Hallelujah. He restores my soul. He leads me in path of righteousness. Hallelujah. For his name's sake, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and and your staff. They come for me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. For I know the plans I have for you, says the word God, declares the Lord, plans for welfare. And not for evil to give you a future and a hope. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. First Peter 3.18, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints, First Corinthians fourteen thirty three, the fear of the Lord is in the beginning of the knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs one seven, you have kept count of my tokens, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Psalms fifty six eight. Hallelujah. So when you go through persecution, hallelujah, you seek God's presence. Praise your name, Jesus. So when you go through the great tribulation, may the Lord have mercy if you go, but may the Lord have mercy and you'll make it and you'll come to heaven. Hallelujah. Seek God. Seek God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, because remember his promise, he will never leave you, nor forsake you. Hallelujah, praise your name, Jesus. And when you see deception, you seek God's presence, because with God, 
confusion doesn't happen. With God presence, hallelujah, he'll be with you. Seeking his presence, you'll make it through persecution. You'll make it through the great deception. You'll make it through pain and hurt. Hallelujah. You'll make it through everything because God is in you. Jesus is in your heart and the Holy Spirit. But without Jesus, you can't do anything. Without Jesus, you will not make it through the great deception. You will not make it through pain and hurt. You will not make it in the great tribulation. And you will not make it in persecution or famine. God's presence with Jesus in your heart. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. You'll make it to persecution. Hallelujah. You'll make it to the great tribulation. Hallelujah. You'll make it, hallelujah, to the great deception. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. You will make it through pain and hurt because he will be with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Praise your name, Jesus, for that promise. You believe in that promise. Hallelujah. You trust the Lord and trust God with all of your heart and stay and believe in that promise of the word of God and start reading the word of God. Hallelujah, because you need it. You're going to need it. We all need it. Hallelujah. We all need Jesus. Without Jesus, we will not be able to make it. With the Lord, we'll be, made, we'll be able to make it. And everything is possible with the Lord. Everything is possible, hallelujah, with the Lord. What is impossible for man, it is possible for God. What is impossible for you, it is possible for God. Because God, hallelujah, is a mighty God. And because he loves you. Because he cares, hallelujah, and he wants to take you home. He wants you to take you to heaven with, with him, hallelujah. So, hallelujah, stay in obedience. Read his word. Give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah, have him, hallelujah. Write your book and your name in the book of life, hallelujah. Invite him into your heart because you will not make it without him, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for this word. Thank you, hallelujah, Holy Spirit, and thank you, Father God. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus, all the honor, hallelujah. The victory, hallelujah, the glory and the honor is yours, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering your people tonight, for ministering, hallelujah. Friends that are listening, welcome to the Lord's hour. Because it is the Lord's hour. This radio is, hallelujah, the Lord's hour radio. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Because, hallelujah, we're still talking about you. We're still here, Lord Jesus, giving your word. And we praise you, Lord. And help us, Lord. And cleanse us, Jesus, from all unrighteousness. And forgive us our sins, Lord. And you give your life to Jesus and say, save me from these things. And save me from, save me from these things that are going to happen. 
Save me, Lord, from tribulation. Take me. I want to escape with you, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord. I'll praise you. I'll praise you. I'll praise you. And help me to be, Lord Jesus, on guard. Hallelujah. Help me to be right with you. When the trumpet sounds, Lord, that I will be, hallelujah, repenting at that moment. Oh, Lord, tell him you know the future. Oh, Lord, rescue me. Help me escape from those things, from all tribulation, from all those things that are going to come on earth. Help me escape, my Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. And thank you for saving me. Thank you for your mercy. And thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your word. I thank you for giving, hallelujah, your life for me. That was the most precious gift. Hallelujah that you gave to me, Lord. I thank you so much for saving my life, Lord. Because without without you, I will not make it, Lord Jesus, without you. I'll make it with you. I will make it because I will make it to heaven. With you, I'll make it to heaven. And with you, I'll make it here on earth. And I praise you, Jesus, for that. And I'll thank you, Jesus, for that. And I'm grateful for that. And I love you, Lord, and I praise your name. And keep looking up because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Hallelujah, Father God. May the Lord bless you, brothers and sisters. May the Lord give you, hallelujah, his peace. And keep looking up because the king is coming back. Do not lose your guard. Hallelujah. And stay focused and trust Jesus. May God bless you. May God bless you. Praise your name, Jesus. Until next time, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Hallelujah. We are at the last second before the trumpet sound, hallelujah. We are so close to going home, hallelujah. Welcome all to the Lord's Tower, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Hope everyone here is fine, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, God is so good and he is so wonderful, hallelujah. Praise God. I want to share what the Lord revealed to me this morning, which I know is going to encourage a lot of my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Uh, you, will, you will understand how close we are to going home. I, I was shocked this morning by the Lord and his revelation to my life, hallelujah, and how close, hallelujah, we are to be going home. It is so, so close, hallelujah. I thank each one of you, hallelujah. Uh, praise Jesus. I apologize if it is, hallelujah. I just hope everyone hear me fine. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. The testimony, the revelation the Lord gave me this morning. Because the Lord is, he is such a wonderful God. And hallelujah. I want to go into the word of God before I, I, I share what I have to share. So we can get a clear understanding of what the word of God says about this. 
And this is from um, Praise Jesus. I mean, this is, I believe, is from uh, Romans and um, Praise Jesus, uh, Corinthians. This is First Corinthians 24. It says here in verse 24, and he raised all the runner runs, but only one get the prize. You know that, don't don't you? Says Paul. So run in a way that will get you the prize. All who takes part in the game train hard. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. So we are running in a race, amen, hallelujah. And in this race, we are running for a crown, hallelujah. And before I continue reading the word, I want to start sharing part of the testimony, hallelujah. This morning, hallelujah, the Lord uh, took me out in the spirit, hallelujah, to show me, hallelujah, how we all, the bride of Christ, are running in a race. And it was such a beautiful race, hallelujah, because right in the race, I looked and I could see heaven. I, I knew that in the end of the race was heaven, right there on the end. And I was, I was jumping up and down because I know the Lord had told me he would not bring me into heaven. But I was jumping up and down that I could see heaven, hallelujah, and I could see the mansions, hallelujah. And in this race that we are now, hallelujah, by the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ, he allowed me to look while we were running in the spirit to look to heaven. And I immediately recognized that I was looking to heaven. And I was like, I got such a joy and so excited. But at the same time, I knew that in this race, um, it was very, it's not an easy race, I tell you. Amen. Then that's why we need to be careful with burdens because you don't want to carry heavy burdens in this race. And so as, as I noticed that we were on the race and I was looking like a lot of people around me that I could recognize, brothers and sisters here, that I could recognize in this race, I got real excited that I can see them again. Hallelujah. But I wasn't focusing so much on the brothers and sisters. I was focusing because people from all around the world were in that race that are serving Christ right now. People that are truly... Uh, um, Praise Jesus, hallelujah, are in this race. Everyone, people from Europe in every single country, every language, hallelujah, there must have been one or two or a few more in this race, hallelujah. And it's just like the Lord's been telling to Thomas, there is not a lot of people going up in the ratchet. But the one, the, the amazing thing is that there was a group here from the Lord's Tower, hallelujah, uh, either around me, by my right hand, by my, my, my left hand, or behind me. But we were all running smoothly in this race, hallelujah. And, and, it brought, and it gave me such a joy, such a joy to see my brothers and sisters in this race. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so, praise God. And but when I looked outside this race, I noticed there were people falling away, falling away into the world, things, hallelujah. And, 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 it, and it, it really... I did not focus much on the one that was falling away, but the Lord wanted me to see that. There, there are a lot of people falling away now. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And and so we, we have to, and I understood in this, that it, it's, it's better for us to encourage one another than to speak negative about one another in this race, because we all run in this race. Amen. And, we, and I noticed that if we encourage one another to continue running this race, 
It makes it a lot easier to us, hallelujah, to stay, to keep our focus on Jesus. And so I understood while running this race that as we keep our eyes on Jesus, the Lord will help us, hallelujah, will give us the strength for us to continue to run this race. And so the amazing thing about this race was that as I look forward to the end of this race, I could see the end. And I was shocked how close it was. I knew that if we would continue running at the pace that we're running now, this race will end up like in 10, 15 minutes. But that's in the spiritual realm, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I can say in 10 or 15 minutes, the trumpet is going to sound for the rapture, but it's in the spiritual realm. So only God knows how much time we have in this race, hallelujah. But in, in, if it was... It was for me to say here in how, how, how much time we have for the race to end, 10 or 15 minutes, my brothers and sisters. In the spirits around, hallelujah, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah, that could be, I don't know, days, hours, I just don't know. I don't know what to tell you, my brother or my sister. But this, that, that's how close we are. And so I'm like, I was like looking at the end of the race, and I'm like, I want to end it. I want to end it. I want to end it. And I want to run faster to end the race, hallelujah. But uh, that was not for me to know. <laughs> that was not for me to know the end. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. No man knows the end, not even the Son of God knows the end, the, the day of the hour. So it's not for me to know the day of the hour, but I wanted to rush to those, through those 15 minutes and just end it, end it, and enter heaven. And so I could see right there that as soon as we enter the, the, the we, I'm sorry, we end the race, we can go ahead and enter and enter heaven. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, and, and claim our prize. <laughs> That's how, a way of me explaining. But we were going to get our reward from God in the moment we go into heaven. And so... In this race, one of the amazing things that I told my wife that I that I that gave me a lot of joy in this race was that uh, while I was running in this race, and there was one part that the Lord wanted to show me, and I believe it was back into into my race that one of the gifts the Lord gave me, and he he picked it up and just gave it to me in the race was my son Joshua. That was one of my gifts, and I was like, oh my goodness! I was thanking the Lord. I was so joyful. To see this gift God has given me, my son Joshua, in this race. Praise God. Because in this race, the Lord grants you uh, gifts, gifts from God. And so he's a gift from God, hallelujah. And, and, and I was so joyful to receive that gift. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I know many of you have received different gifts from God in your life, hallelujah, in this race, hallelujah. But it just gives you joy to see what God can do, hallelujah. Praise God. And so I, I was looking at the mansions and everything, and I could look at the love and peace of God all over heaven. Hallelujah. And I, and I was getting so, I won't say desperate, but I knew that if I were around those 50 minutes, I would end it up, and that's it. I will enter heaven and not look back. Hallelujah. Because once you see the end right there in front of you, you just want to go for it. You don't want to wait or not. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But it's on God's timing. That's what it is. It's on God's timing. Hallelujah. And so, hallelujah. Does anyone know that the KGB that stays Jesus don't know the day or the hour? Praise Jesus. Neither the Son, it says, I believe it. Neither the Son knows. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe someone can find it. And so, 
um, we're, we're just so close, so close, so close, hallelujah, to be going home, and I'm so glad for the Lord. Now, listen to the conversation I have with the Lord this morning. Um, the Lord woke me up this morning, and I know I was to give my, my son Joshua milk. Sometimes he wakes up, I don't know, 4, 3, 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't know, but then I take the time after I give him the milk to, to pray before the Lord, because I know the Lord wants me to pray. But this morning was different. The Lord was putting into my heart, and I was praying about eternity. Hallelujah. And so it came to my heart to ask the Lord how big eternity is. Amen. And, and, I, and I, I, the Lord was answering my question, because not like a lot of time I would ask him a question, he would stay quiet. But this time he wanted to answer me those questions. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so um, I asked the Lord, hallelujah, how, how big compared to, to, to our planet, to earth, and all the stars in the universe, how, how big eternity is. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I said, Lord, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, eternity is bigger than our galaxy. And the Lord said, yes, it is. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so I said, Lord, so from here to the third heaven, hallelujah, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Um, um, how far will that be in eternity? And, 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 and the Lord, I said, Lord, it, it will be like a walk in the park or a little bit more. Hallelujah. You can fit, I don't know how many earths in eternity, but not only that, you can fit all the planets we have in our solar system, all the planets, all the planets, all the stars, you can fit it in eternity, and it's still like nothing. You will have a mansion in eternity that your backyard is bigger than the earth. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is, this is mind-blowing. This is mind-blowing. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But, you know, I think this is things to want to know. Because our, our plan is to sometime go to, go to heaven, go to eternity. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I was like, oh, my goodness, Lord. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. We have no idea. And, and I can refer to eternity a little bit because the Lord, in one of the dreams that I shared, that I put video online, and the Lord allowed me to run in eternity faster than the speed of light. Faster. I don't know how many times, but light could not cut up with me. I'm telling you, light could not cut up with me in eternity. Okay? And praise Jesus, hallelujah. Eternity is a planet. I was running in that planet of eternity faster than the speed of life. If, if, if you had the earth and, and, and you would have put me on that speed to run on the earth, I would have maybe run the earth in one second or one minute. Okay? And I could not get, and I was going real fast in eternity, and there was still more land to go, <laughs> by, I don't know, by maybe years or millions of years, I don't know. That's how big eternity is, my brothers and sisters. When people go to eternity, they are for a mind-blowing from God. God is just going to blow our mind when we get there. How big eternity is, hallelujah. And God is an eternity. If we think our galaxy and stars are big, you can put them all together and fit it maybe in a hole of eternity or in a park in eternity. <laughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, there is so much we need to know about God. And so these are the things that I'm focusing on, understanding God, understanding how much we can learn so much from here. And we're still beginning. It's still the beginning. Hallelujah. 
But if we can ask the Lord this question, it will be great. Now, before I forget, today we are starting, hallelujah, the, the prayer and hearing the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ, the voice of God in an audible way. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, from today and on, we are fasting. Excuse me, we are fasting for that. Amen. You can fast a day at least for this. I asked the Lord this morning, hallelujah, if he was still, hallelujah, a lot of his people to hear him out of, with an audible voice. And the Lord assured me that he will do this. Hallelujah. So I'm letting you know, hallelujah, that you can trust Jesus. He'll never let you down. Man will always let you down, but not the Lord Jesus Christ, because he had never let me down. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You can trust him. You can trust him with all your heart, because he will never let you down. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, hallelujah, start your fasting with the Lord Jesus Christ and your prayer before the Lord, so you can hear him with an audible voice like Abraham, North, and Moses heard him, how he spoke to them, and he heard him, he heard they heard God with an audible voice, hallelujah. So um, join us in this prayer. Join us. I know that this past two weeks, a lot of people who were praying for the sermon, they, they got the sermon from God. The Lord gave them the sermon. Why? Because the Lord is faithful. And whenever he says he's going to give us something, he gives it to us. Now, we have to approach it with faith, not with doubt, but with faith. Praise Jesus. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to so when you approach the Lord in prayer, asking for to hear him with an audible voice, you repent thou, and you repent unbelief, and you also repent pride. So your prayer don't, 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 won't be a prideful prayer. Praise you. Remember what Proverbs said, that the prideful God looks for them from afar. We don't want God to be looking at us from afar. We want God to be involved in our life because God, hallelujah, can help us. Hallelujah. He can do so much for us. For us. So as you approach the Lord Jesus Christ, make sure you approach him with faith and not with doubt. Make sure that you ask with faith and not with doubt. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I want to continue about the race. Job 9.25 says, God, my days raised by the, like the, a runner, they fly away without seeing any joy, says Job, in the midst of his testing. My brothers and sisters, a lot of time, because we're going through testing and trials and tribulation. Our day seems to be very hard and difficult. And Joel said that his day fly away without seeing any joy. Sometimes it seems like this to a lot of people who are going to trial and sickness and different things. Hallelujah. Their days are, are not with any joy like Joel had. Amen. But you know what? God will give you whatever he has promised you. And there are a lot of promise in his word. And he is going to give you each one of them because he has made those promises to you. Hallelujah. Psalm 19.5 says, David, the son is like a groom coming out of the room where he spent his wedding night. The son is like a, like a grave runner who take the light and run in the race. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes 9.11 says, here is something else. I seen on the earth. Race aren't always won by those who run fast. Battles aren't always won by those who are strong. Wise people don't always have plenty of food. Clever people aren't always wealthy. Those who have learned a lot aren't always favored. God controls the timing of every event. He also controls 
how things turned out. That is for sure true. God is the one in control of the timing, especially at the rapture timing, of every single event. Nothing is going to, to go happens without God allowing it or doing it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So we know that, hallelujah. We know that for sure. Acts 20, 24, but says Paul, the apostle Paul, but my life means nothing to me, says Paul. I only want to finish the race. I want to complete the work the Lord Jesus has given me. He wants me to give witness to others about the good news of God's grace. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. He is so good. We serve such a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Galatians 2 2. I went because God showed me what He wanted me to do. I told the people that they are the good news that I preach among those who aren't Jews, but I spoke in private to those who seem to be leaders. Hallelujah. I was afraid that I was running or had run my, my race for nothing. So, again, he preached the gospel. God is the one who does the rest. Galatians 5, 7. You were running a good race, as Paul to the Galatians. Who cut who in you and kept you from obeying the truth? Hallelujah. The devil was the one who did that. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 4, 7. I have fought the good fight, says Paul. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. This is very important, my brothers and sisters. As we are running this race, we must understand we must keep our faith. Hallelujah. When the Son of Man return, says the Bible, will he find faith on the earth? That is a good question. Will he find faith, my brothers and sisters? That is after you and your relationship with the Lord, with God Almighty. It's after your relationship with him. Hallelujah. Hebrews 12.1. A huge cloud of witnesses is around us. So let us throw off everything that stands in our way. Let us throw away any sins that hold us to, that holds on to us so, so tightly. Let us keep on running the race marked out for us. Hallelujah. See, God has marked a race for us, which God expects each one of us to run. Hallelujah. And we must, we got to run this race. We got to finish this race that God has put before us. Hallelujah. It's not easy. Hallelujah. It's not easy to run this race. If we, if we look unto Jesus, if we keep our eyes on him, he will help us to finish the race. He will help us to go on. He will make it easier for us because he knows that there's a lot of things you and I cannot do on our own. And most of it we cannot do on our own. But if we call unto him, he will help us. And he is willing to do this because we are his sons and daughters. And so he wants to help his sons and daughters. How I remember Jesus said, tell them that if they come to me, I will help them when he's sitting on his throne. If you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to help you. He's going to stand his hand to you, hallelujah, and give you the strength, my brother and sister, that you and I need. And we know we need this, hallelujah, because every day seems like it's much difficult. But as we get closer to the Lord, he makes it much easier. Amen. So every day requires more obedience, more submission, more of denying ourselves to, to our flesh, to our desire, to our evil desire, to sins. 
Every day, my brothers and sisters, we have to, hallelujah, make an effort in our part. Hallelujah. More days that goes by, we have to cry out more to the Lord. We have to pray more to him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's not that easy. If we don't call out to him, hallelujah, we could sink. We can fall. But the Lord is saying, do it. Hallelujah. If we don't do it, it's pride. Pride is keeping us from doing it. Because if we are humble, the humble ones, hallelujah, serve. It just humble himself without a problem. And so we are being called by God to humble ourselves before him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise that I've seen in the spirit, hallelujah. I could compare it to, to the uh, Marine, Marine or the Army training, hallelujah. There was some part of the training that we had to climb up, like the things that the Marines had to climb up, hallelujah, to go up to different things and come down and all that. In, some other, in, in this race, we would have to go through, through things, hallelujah, run like to, through tunnels and things, hallelujah, in the spirit that made us, made it to us very uncomfortable. And, and, and I noticed that every time some of us or, or a lot of us or on different occasions, we have to go through these tunnels and different things in the, in, the, in, the, in the race. I noticed that immediately when the person went into their own tunnels in this race, they went into a testing. There was a testing prepared for them. And then they were having a little struggle with that testing. And as soon as they would, they would keep their eyes on Jesus and, um, and they would call unto the Lord, immediately the Lord will give them the strength, will give them the wisdom, will prepare them to continue running in the race, to continue focusing on the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and so for some reason, I, I knew that the race never stopped. We, just, we are always running. Hallelujah. And we're running together in a pace all together. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We're all looking forward to getting there. Everyone who is seeking Jesus in prayer, who is fasting, who is seeking the Lord in holiness, who is and repenting with Jesus every day, who is staying away from sins and any contamination of the world, are in this race at, at one pace, all of us together, all of us running together, crowned like Paul says. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But we are all going, hallelujah, through different struggle in our own race. We are all together, but somehow God puts a, puts a testing in each one, each one of us life, and, and, and we are being tested. Our testing is in different days or different occasions or different part of the race, hallelujah. And, and when we go into the testing, we may not like it. We, when, when we get into the testing, we may feel different, or we, we feel something changes. And I notice that the people that are in the race, that were running out of the race, they're easy falling away from the race because they're not focusing on Jesus. They're focusing uh, maybe on the Word. Hallelujah. And it's good to read the Word. And I tell people, the Word of God is supposed to lead you back to God, not back to any man or any leader. You are not to be looking to any man. Pastors, minister, ministers are supposed to be an example for us, or we are supposed to be an example for people. Nothing else, nothing else, my brothers and sisters. Our eye is supposed to be on Jesus, not on man. And so a lot of people make this mistake, and please listen carefully to this. If you keep your eyes on men, hallelujah, you are going to fall. Keep your eyes on Jesus. We have said that for m months now and years. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Hallelujah. I know you love me. I love you too. But I want to see you finish your race. I want to finish my race. 
and I want to see you finish in this race. Please don't put your eyes on men. You are going to fall if you do, because men can let us down. I'm telling you, for more than 15 years, I have my eyes on a pastor, gray man of God. I never knew a man so anointing by God like this man. But he's falling into sin, into adultery, and he preferred to leave his wife, a holy woman of God, to go, out with, to go away with this other woman. He abandoned the ministry. He abandoned the church. And there, there I was with my heart, my heart broken. I was heartbroken, but God used this to give me and the rest of the people a great example. Don't put your eyes on men. Put your eyes on Jesus, because men are going to make mistakes. Hallelujah. And it don't mean that they're not going to be saved, because if that man goes and repents later on, what do you think it happens? He goes home. The Lord takes him home. Hallelujah. Even in the tribulation, when people repent, the Lord will save them. God is a merciful God. We are serving a merciful God. But you can stand there with your heart broken, with all kinds of wounds in your life, and if you have not learned to forgive others, if you not learned to forgive your pastor, your ministry, your brothers and sisters in the church, you are going to find it very difficult in this, in this race, and you are going to fall away. Praise Jesus, and this is not the word of God. It's signed God. It's signed the Lord Jesus Christ very much. When he sees his, his sons and daughters falling away, this is not easy. For two or three years now, the Lord's been telling you, Thomas, my people are falling away. My people are falling away. The Lord spoke to me last year, and the Lord says to me, my son, hallelujah, I want to use you so I can prepare my people to go home. I want to use you in this last hour so I can prepare my people to go home, to take my people home. I'm going to use them. I'm going to use you to prepare them, my son. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and you know, my, my mind, I'm, look, but you're preparing me to go home. I'm here seeking you. Amen. But we have to be obedient to the Lord. Amen. We have to stay in love. We have to stay in focus with Jesus Christ. I love you, but I love Jesus more. I love you. And I want to see you end this race. I want to see you end it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. This is why we got to continue to pray for one another. we got to encourage one another with the word of God, especially like Paul says to the church, in these last hours. These are dangerous times, dangerous hours. The enemy has sent his full preachers up there, his, his, his full prophet, his full teacher, his, his full minister. He has sent them with a Bible on their hand, ready to deceive the nation, ready to deceive God's people. And so in this last hour, what the enemy is seeking out, God's elect, the Lord Jesus Christ's elect, those are the ones the enemy is keeping his eyes on them. Hallelujah. The rest of humanity, he has them in his pocket. He has the rest of humanity in his pocket, to the club, to sin, drink, and this and that. He has them in his pocket. They are on the way to hell. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But this is why we need to preach the gospel so they can hear the word and they can believe it and they can repent. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We are not to judge them, but we have to pray for them. We have to teach the word. We have to preach the word. Hallelujah. And ask the Lord for mercy. Mercy. 
Hallelujah. Because the Lord can do anything for anybody out there. Praise God. He is God Almighty. He has all power from the Father in heaven and in earth. He can do anything he wants. Hallelujah. And so he has raised you and I up. He has brought us this far to use us for his glory, to cleanse our life, to use us, hallelujah, so other people can see Jesus Christ in our lives, can see the love of God. This is why we got to love people and not judge them. See, the world is full of a judger, a judge. There are a lot of people out there that like to judge other people. We should not be part of those people. And by, by this, I don't say, I don't say sin, is, sin is okay. I'm not saying sin is okay. We have to tell people the truth and love. There's many ways to tell the truth. But the best way is to do it in love, to do it in care, to do it in harmony, to do it in shalom and peace. It's the best way to say the truth. But when you do it in argument, when you speak in division, when you speak against your brothers and sisters while you're preaching the word, you're doing harm while you think you're doing good. Someone invited me to watch a ministry online. And when I put the minister online, a woman, she was offending her brothers and sisters, the bride of Christ. And then she was preaching to the lost. And I, and I said, and I looked at her, and I said, I'm going to change the channel. I'm not going to listen to this. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because who am I to judge you? I'm supposed to love you. I'm supposed to help you. I'm supposed to encourage you, not judge you. That's the job of Satan. He's the accuser. I'm not the accuser. We're not the accuser. Satan is the one. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus said pray for one another. He never said judge one another. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Love your brother. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. He didn't say hate your brother or, or, or speak bad about your brother as you do it against yourself. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, we have so much to learn. And Jesus said, those that love me will keep my commandment. John uh, 14 and on. If you love me, you'll keep my commandment. So how do we show God, God, not man, how do we show God we love him? By keeping his commandment. That's how, hallelujah, not by why, not not by why how I feel. Hallelujah! Over oh, well, by what I think. No, it's by keeping His commandment that I'm showing God I love Him. And the same thing, when you keep the commandment, you show your neighbor you love Him because His commandment says love one another. So how do I show my neighbor? How do I show my brother? How do I show my sister I love him? By keeping the Lord's commandment, loving one another. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Not judging one another. See, it's easy to judge. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. But God says, hallelujah, that the same way you judge others, you will also be judged. And so let's not waste time judging people. Let's not waste time pointing out the sin, hallelujah, but let's spend time loving them. Let's spend time praying for them. Let's spend time seeking God, keeping his commandment, so we can do the same thing Jesus said. 
What did Jesus do? He loved his disciples. He loved one another. He showed them what love was. And he said to them, as you see me love one another, so I command you to love one another. As I love you, Jesus says to them. Imagine that what an example that was. What a great example. You show them how it's to be done, and then you tell them, do it this way. The same way you saw me loving you, love one another. Hallelujah. What a great example. God shows us in the Word how to love one another. As we were sinful, hallelujah, Jesus died for us. Because God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. So we will not perish, but we will be saved by him. What a great example. He loved us while we were still in our sin. Look at me. I was lost in sin. God loved me with a great love, with an agape love. He extended his hand, saved me, got me out of there, and, and put me in his righteous ways. In, in his son, Jesus Christ, his righteous way. Hallelujah. What a mercy, what a love. And what am I to say about that? What am I to do about that? I got to see the example of my father. I got to see how my father loved me and cared for me. He, not, he did not abandon me in sin. But he took me out of sin through his son, Jesus Christ. He gave his only begotten son for me. What a love my father has for me. Hallelujah. What a great example we have. How Jesus gave himself for us. And then he went into the cross and, and died for me. What a love. What a care. Who else done that for me? No one but Jesus did. What a great example I have. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. What a great example. I have no excuse because the Father showed his love to me. Jesus showed his love to me. I have no excuse. And so are you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. My brother, when I, when, 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 when I talk to the Lord, Oh, when, when I hear the Lord, when the Lord reveals things to me, I learn so much from him. Hallelujah. I, I don't know anything. But the little things I learn, I learn from him. And I marvel. I'm, I'm like, wow, what a teacher we have. What a great teacher. And we're so concerned about learning from other men, this, this, and that. I mean, it's not wrong. It's not wrong to learn from other, from other brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. But when you learn from the Lord, hallelujah, you learn right. You just learn what you need to learn. And what a blessing that is. What a blessing when you learn from the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is why we say you need a rabbi. You need a rabbi today. You need rabbi Jesus. Rabbi, boy, rabbi means teacher. You need a teacher in your life. And you need him every day. You need him to teach you every day. When you get up in the morning, in the morning says, Lord, teach me. Rabbi Jesus, teach me. I want to learn from you. You are my rabbi. Tell him he is your rabbi. Talk to him in love. Pray Jesus, hallelujah. Say, Lord, I don't know anyone that can teach me better than you. I don't know anyone that can reveal your word to me better than you. Talk to him this way and watch how he responds to you. Hallelujah. Someone said earlier, hallelujah, as we prayed for God to speak to us in an audible voice, hallelujah, if God speaks to you after this week in prayer or during this week in prayer in your dream in an audible voice, that still counts. That still counts. 
Because you're asking to him to speak to you in an out of a voice. If he speaks to you in a vision and out of a voice, he speaks to you in a dream and an out of a voice, that is God speaking to you in an out of a voice. Praise you. So he may choose to speak to you through a dream. However, God chooses to speak to you in an out of a voice, he is welcome. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. God is so good. He is so wonderful, hallelujah. We can learn so much from him, hallelujah. There is so much we need to learn. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, because he is good, and he's always going to teach us the right things, the things that we need to learn. Praise God, because a lot of times when we learn from men, what happens, hallelujah, we learn wrong, hallelujah. And God don't want us to learn wrong. Hallelujah. God wants us to learn, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, the right way, the right way. His word, his revelation, he can reveal his word to us in a mighty, mighty way, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. We can truly do that. He can truly do it to our life. As we, hallelujah, praise God, yes, there, there are people being used by the devil that are coming on to attack us, Hallelujah. Or to attack me, the messenger, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. But I'm only a messenger. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But they want to kill the messenger, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God is so good. God is so good. He is so wonderful, hallelujah. Praise God. And we serve such a wonderful, wonderful God. But we have to put a total trust on him. You see, when when we serve God, a lot of time. We don't give God our whole heart. We, we say we do a lot of time, but sometimes we don't. And the way we find out is when we seek him in a, personal, in a personal relationship. When you seek the Lord, hallelujah, in a personal relationship, he will reveal himself to you. In a way that you can understand, he may not reveal to you, okay, the same way he reveals to me or to someone else. But he will reveal himself to you. In, in the way that God knows you can understand him. And so a lot of people hear God differently. God approached them differently. Because God made us unique. We are all unique. We are all different. Hallelujah. But this is the way God chooses to deal with us. But what a blessing that is anyway. When we, hallelujah, decide, when we say, I'm going to be obedient to you, Lord. Now my will be done, but thy will be done. And so when we seek the Lord this way, praise Jesus, hallelujah, he will teach us. He will, he will uh, hallelujah, give us the knowledge and wisdom we need to continue to go on in our daily life. There is so much we can learn. There is so much we can grow in God. Hallelujah. This race is not easy because in the moment you, 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 you move your eyes from the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. And, I mean, you can go to Hebrews 12, 1. Go to Hebrew 12, 1, hallelujah. And read what it says there, to keep our eyes on him. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, look what it says here in Psalm 91, verse 14. The Lord says, God says, I will save the one who loves me. I will save the one who loves me. I will keep him safe because he trusts in me. He will call out to me and I will answer him. I will be with him in time of trouble. I will save him and honor him. I will give him a long and full life, and I will save him. Now, how does 
they start, how God starts speaking here, hallelujah, you got to pay close attention how God starts speaking. Because always what God tells you at first to do, hallelujah, the number one thing the Lord tells you to do, that's what he expects you to do. That's what he recommends you to do. He says, the Lord says, I will save the one who lost me. What is God requiring here from you and I? To love him. That's what he's saying here. Psalm 91, verse 14. Hallelujah. The King James may say a little differently, but it's still saying the same thing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I will save the one who loves me, says God. He continues, I will keep and save. So in the moment you follow in love with the Lord, Jesus Christ, in the moment you love him, in the moment you, in the moment you pursue this love, the Lord says, I will keep him. He will protect you. Second, he, he will keep you safe because he trusts in me. You see, when you love God and you go and you surrender to God because you are trusting in him, what did God say he will do? He will call out to me and I will answer him. Prayer. Prayer. Now God says in Psalm 91 verse 15, he will call out to me and I will answer him. Whenever you go into prayer with God, God will hear you. Why? Because you love him. Follow in love with Jesus. Tell Jesus every day you love him. Hallelujah. If you haven't started this, start this today. Tell Jesus you love him. Follow in love with him. Hallelujah. Just follow in love with him. Praise Jesus. And watch how your life changes. Watch how your walk with God changes. And you will go into a higher level in God. Hallelujah. It's very different. Hallelujah. You see, when you are a believer, a religious person, you see, you may heard of you like Job before he went through all these testing. You probably heard about him. People must have probably told you about God. You probably went to different churches, different religion. You went to probably to the Mormons religion. You went to the Catholic religion. You went to the, to the many, many religions, hallelujah, up there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That they probably thought about the Lord. They probably thought about God, that Hebrew God, that Hebrew Jesus, that Hebrew Yeshua. Hallelujah. But you see, you were only a believer of him. Or you, many of you that are listening to me, you maybe are a believer of Christ, but you may are missing the foundation of this Christianity walk, of this relationship with God, your relationship with Christ. It's missing. Just being a believer don't cut it anymore because you can fall easier from grace because you're not having your eyes on him. You understand? You're not having that personal relationship that, ke that keeps you close to God. Sister, I, I, I praise God for that uh, healing the Lord did in your life. Thank you for sharing that, that healing, hallelujah, that God did in your life, hallelujah. That is, that is so wonderful. See, we serve a God that heals us. God has promised in his word he will heal us. Thank you for sharing testimony, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And so... It, I will be with him, says the Lord, in times of trouble. Boy, do we go through trouble. 
Boy, did we go through it. And we need the Lord to be in there with us in the times of trouble. We need Christ. We need the Lord Jesus Christ. We need God to be involved in our trouble. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he can bring you out. You, can, you and I can easily go into trouble, but God can easily take, take us out of there. Hallelujah. More, he says, I will save him and honor him. We need to be saved by him, and we need to be honored by God. We need to be honored by God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We truly do. We truly need to be honored by God. My brothers and sisters, and he says that he will honor us. So follow in love with Christ. Don't wait. Don't wait. Verse 16 of Psalm 91. I will give him a long and full life, and I will save him. Boy, God is very serious about saving because he keeps on saying it. I will save him. You can be sure I will save him. Boy, do we have a promise in God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And guess what? Man can promise a lot of things, and, and he may accomplish one or two, hallelujah, or none, but God can accomplish them all because God is faithful. And he said, I will give him a long, full life. Boy, how many people are in so much pain and trouble right now, and they are not enjoying their life? You need to love Jesus. You need to be in a loving relationship with your Savior, your Rabbi, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that cannot wait. The longer you put it off, the longer you are missing on something great and the greater things you and I can have in our life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We need Christ. We need him in our life more than ever. Hallelujah. Don't miss going in this relationship with the Lord. Just don't miss it. Hallelujah. Go in it. Enjoy it. Learn from him. Listen to him. He's a rabbi. He can teach you a lot. You can learn a lot from him. And there's so much to learn from God. Hallelujah. So much, so much. Hallelujah. Proverbs 1.8. My son, listen to your father's advice, says God. Don't turn away from your mother's teaching. When they teach you, will be like a beautiful crown on your head. It will be like a chain and decorated on your neck. My son, if sinner tempts you, don't give in to them. You know, when these people come in the Lord's hour in the chat room, tempting us, calling us liar, calling us this, we have to uh, um, not really listen to them. We cannot listen to them. Praise God, hallelujah. Because we know the devil is sending them to try to disturb the service, try to disturb the message. Praise God. But our eyes, our eyes has to be on Jesus Christ. We have to stay focused on him. This race, my brothers and sisters, is almost over. I mean, I wish the Lord would have let me last night finish it, and that's it. Let me enter heaven. But that's not the way. We have to go into the trumpet sound altogether. We, this is the way it has to be. God has his timing, hallelujah, and we have to thank you, uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Amy. Great, thank you. Thank you, Shalom. Thank you, Wolinski, hallelujah. I thank you, my, my, my sister, hallelujah, my brother, for, for hallelujah, being so caring, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And so we are in this race together. 
And so we have to encourage one another. We have to be there for one another. Praise God. I know we are divided by distance, but hallelujah, prayer, hallelujah, has no distance. You can pray for someone, don't matter from one corner of the earth to another. God hears, God answers, and God helps that person. And so we always have to remember that prayer has no distance because God is no distance for God. God can do anything. Everything is possible with Jesus Christ. So we have to remain in our faith. Praise Jesus. We have to remain in unity. And so the the devil wants to divide us. So what do we do? We seek unity more and more. We remain in it. We don't let anything move us from from our belief, from uh, like like Paul says to the churches. Don't let any other teaching move you, hallelujah, from the teaching you have learned. And so we stay focused on Jesus. See, the good thing here is no one here is serving me. Everyone is serving Christ. We are all serving Christ. We are all seeking Christ. So this makes it very easy. We all have one common faith, one common focus. We all have one common Savior, one common Christ, one common God, the Lord Jesus Christ. So it makes it easier for us because we know whom we believe, we know whom we are focused on, and we know whom we are following, Jesus. Praise God, hallelujah. No one here is being brainwashed. Hallelujah. No one here is believing a different religion, but we are believing the Bible. We all have a Bible on our hand. And this is why I tell people, when you, when you speak to someone, tell them, like I said to the Arab friend, I said, I'm going to share this with you, this word. And when I, say that, when, I, when I said to him, hallelujah, Jesus said that no one comes to the Father except by him in John 14, 6. He looked at me, and, and he thought about saying to me, I know what he was thinking. Oh, that's your Christian belief. And, and when I said to him, Jesus said this, well, hallelujah, amazing thing. Here, I'm here from South America. I'm not a Jewish in the flesh, let's say. And so um, for me to say that Jesus is my, is, my, is my rabbi, hallelujah, it has to be a thing of relationship and faith because I'm not born in Jerusalem. I'm born here in South America. And so I'm very fearful. He's, he's born in the Middle East. So he, if, if I was Jewish, he could say, of course you have to say that because you're from Jerusalem. To me, he cannot say that. He cannot say that to me because I'm born in South America. I have even Indian blood on me. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I'm very far from the Jewish people in a way very close, but in a way very far. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But for him to say to me, Hallelujah. That's, that's your God because of your own parents. It's very difficult for him to say that, hallelujah, because Indians have their own gods. Hallelujah. The Indians that I come from, from South America, have their own gods. And so how was I led to believe in, in the true God, in the real God? Hallelujah. If it wasn't by his own calling into my life. Hallelujah. And he called me right from South America, right from there, and brought me here. He said he would brought me here. He would bring me, bring me here, and he did. He made a promise to me. He called me when I didn't even know him. Hallelujah. I was just a child, 11 years old when he called me. What, what did I know about God? But he knew me before I knew him. And so it was his calling in my life. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And everyone here had a calling from God. That's why you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why you have a relationship with him, because you were called by God when you didn't know him. But God revealed himself to your life in the way he chose to. However he chose to reveal himself to you, he did. Because before you knew Christ, you and I were in sin. We thought we were enjoying our life, our lives, <coughs> excuse me, but now. We were slaves of sin. We were enslaved by sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. But God had a purpose in our life. God had a calling. God has chosen us before this world was. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So it's very different from someone saying, well, because your parents believe in God and this, 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 and that. And I do come from a generation of Christian through my father's side, but not through my mother's side. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So it tells you very clear that God had a calling on my life, but it was God doing. It was not my doing. I just simply obey him. I just simply listened to what he had to say. Hallelujah. No one told me. Hallelujah. No one told me about God, but God revealed himself to my life. And because he came, he showed me that himself that he was true, then he that he's the real God. He, when God came to me, he says, I am the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of, and, and, and of, uh, of uh, um, and Jacob. And, you know, he identified himself to me like he identified himself to Moses. And at that time, I did not know about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I did not know. I did not know the word. I was 11 years old. My thought was going to school and playing. I was playing. I was in school. I was playing baseball. I was playing with my friend. I would go fishing. I would go there. I had no time to, to, to read the Bible. I was so busy in my life. I said, yeah. Hallelujah. And most of my family were very Catholic. That's it. But God revealed himself to me by his mercy and love. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. In this, he started a fire in me, like he started in Jeremiah. But when he re revealed himself to me, he said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, 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 and when he was speaking to me, when I heard his voice, I knew that everything he was saying was true. Because in my spirit, I can feel me becoming alive as he, as he was speaking. Before him, I had no life. When he came to me, I had life. Life came into me. I felt great. I felt free. I felt released. Hallelujah. Now I had a new son in my heart, in my spirit. I had hope. You know what it is not to go 11 years of your life without any hope? A child 11 years where already were all wound, wounded and all, all kinds of things in his heart? Because my father died when I was six to seven years old. Hallelujah. I had no father. My mother was too busy working. She had no time for me. So I was growing up by myself. I was wounded. I was hurt. N never a gift for my birthday, nothing like that. Praise Jesus. And God comes to me, tells me he loves me. He cares for me. I, I melted. Tell you the truth, I melted. I wanted that. Hallelujah. Where do I find more of that? I wanted more. I wanted more of that. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm, to, the, to this hour, to this minute, I want more. I want more. I cry like a baby inside me. I want more of him. Hallelujah. I cannot have enough. 
I cannot have enough of God. I want more of God. Hallelujah. I feel I'm not satisfied yet. When I get to eternity, when I'm near my Father, and I'm spending eternity there with Him, maybe I can say, now I have enough. Now I am where I belong. Now I am where I want to be. But to this moment, I still want more. I still desire more. Hallelujah. I feel so joyful when I'm in the presence of God, but I feel so sad when I'm out of there. When I'm not in there, when I seen heaven last night this morning, when my eyes were opened by the Lord and I saw heaven, I was like a little child jumping up and down. I want to get out of that race, and I wanted to run to heaven. Hallelujah. And enter that city, enter that glorious city. I can see the, the, the presence of God there, the love of God there. I can see the peace of God there. Everything I need is in that city. I want it. I want it. I want it. <coughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. That's what I want. I want it. Praise the Lord. You think I want to be in this world being insulted by people? I want to be in that city. Hallelujah. Praise God to all the things we go through, hallelujah. You think I want to be down here. No, I want to be with my father up in heaven. I want to be near his throne. I want to be standing there listening to my father's teaching. I want to learn from him. I want to be full of his glory. I want to be full of his presence. I want to be full of his water when I, where I never thirst anymore. Hallelujah. I want his fire, his light, his power to go through me every day, every morning. I want to be there, just there, when there's no night, where there's only day and day and day for all eternity. Hallelujah. You see, our relationship with God don't stop when we die. It continues. <clears throat> and it gets even better. Because your flesh right here, down here is always tempting you. To do, to sin. But when you're out of this body, and you're up in your father's throne, and your father's heaven, there is no more thought of sinning up there. There is only holy. You cannot sin up there. That's one of the parts that I love, being close to my father. You cannot sin up there. And you don't want to sin. You don't even, you don't even want to try that anymore. You, you will know how much I will hurt the Father. So you don't want to do that anymore. You just want to be holy for him. You just want to love him. Because you know he always loved you. How do we repay back to God the love he's been given us? By loving him back. The only way... You and I can get back to God something, something. <coughs> because everything belongs to him anyway. The only way, my sister, my brother that are listening to me, you can give God, the Lord, Jesus Christ, something back to him is by loving him back. It's the only thing you can give to him. It's your heart. It's your life. It's your love. Tell him how much you love him. Because you can never love him more than what he loves you. Never. You can spend eternity loving God, and you will never get near how much he loves you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Never. He loves you beyond, beyond our understanding, beyond. And, he, and by, by giving his son to die for you on the cross, he showed you and I that his love has no limit. No limit if you repent. No limit if you run to him. <coughs> Hallelujah. None. See, nothing. Hallelujah. Let me go into the word. Hallelujah. The word says that I'll even a lot better than I can. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. He is so good. We serve such a wonderful God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What can separate us from his love? Paul says in, in, in Roman 8, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. He appointed them to be saved in keeping with his purpose. God planned that those who have chosen, that he has chosen, will come like his son. In that way, Christ will be like the first and most honor among the brethren. Hallelujah. Verse 35. Who can separate us from Christ's love? Who or what? Hallelujah. Can trouble or hard time or harm or hunger, can, or, can nakedness or dangerous or word or, that is, it is written, because of you we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be killed. Paul says in verse 35, I mean absolutely sure not, that not even death, no life, can se- separate us from God's loves, not even angel or demon. <coughs> Excuse me. The presence of the future. Boy, and people are very worried about the future. They're very concerned about the future. They cannot sleep just thinking about the future. My goodness. What's going to happen to me and my children? Let me tell you, if you love God, if you are serving God, the future cannot separate you from his love. It cannot. Hallelujah. The presence of the future or any power can do that. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Hallelujah. Not even the highest places or the lowest, anything else in all creation can do that. Nothing, hallelujah, at all can ever separate us from God's love because of what Christ our Lord has done. Jesus said it is done. He did it, my brothers and sisters. That's it. That's it. Nothing needs to be done. All we need to do is repent and, excuse me, seek him and obedient. Just seek him and obedient. Because God, hallelujah, will make sure you are kept and safe, like he says in Psalm 91. He will make sure, hallelujah, he will keep you protected. He will keep you safe. You are in a safe place in God if you trust him, if you love him, if you seek him. But follow in love with him. Love him back. Love him back. Hallelujah. And let him too love you. Don't question his love. Do not question it. But ask God to reveal his love to your life. Ask the Lord to bring you the reality of God lost into your life. If you don't understand it. Let me tell you, if you pray this prayer to the Lord Jesus Christ, 
the Holy Spirit in your life will bring the reality of God's love into you. Oh, let me tell you, it will be a pleasure. It's a pleasure of God to reveal his love to you if you ask him to. If you ask him to reveal his love to your life. If you feel like you need more of his love, ask him for more. Don't just long for it, but ask him for more. Ask him to fill your heart with his love. Let me tell you one night last year, I remember I was driving back from work. It was like around 11.30 at night, p.m., driving in my van back to home, hallelujah. I remember talking to the Holy Spirit, and I said, Holy Spirit, will you bring the, re- the reality of God's love into my heart? Will you show me the love of God, Holy Spirit? Oh, my goodness, it was like a Niagara Fall coming down to my life. It was like water pouring down with a strong current of water just coming into my life. The love of God, I could not contain such a love. It was so big. It was so huge. It was so strong. It was so big. I felt, hallelujah, sucked into the love. I felt like I was melting into the love. Hallelujah. All kinds of things was happening to me. Hallelujah, what a great love God for us. We can never understand his love. His love is so supreme. Hallelujah, it is just so supreme. All that love was being poured out into my life, into my heart. Hallelujah, I had no word. I was worshiping God in the spirit. My spirit, hallelujah, he went all out worshiping God. Hallelujah, he was thanking God. He was adoring God. He was doing, he was just praising God. In a high, high dimension, hallelujah. I never had such an experience like that. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, hallelujah. There's so much more, God, that we don't understand, that we don't know. We just don't know. That's why the Bible refers to our little children. We are little children. We know so little. We know so little, hallelujah. Praise God. But God wants us to learn more, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, to learn more, hallelujah. I got someone on the line, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Sister, you there? Hello? A brother, uh, who am I speaking with? This is uh, Ronaldo. Um, are you talking to me? Yes, are you doing, Ronaldo? Oh, I'm doing good, you know. Um, you know, thank God for, I always say this, thank God for, for this, for what he did all of us, you know, the vision that he gave you that he built this church that we're, we're sustained by his hand and um, the reason why I said uh, I don't want people to misinterpret me when I, when I said about the Pharisee and the scribe, you know I just want to reassure that uh, I just want to make sure that people do not, sometimes the devil does things to us that he makes us get disgusted at people you know, or not like people mm. and as a, a, a brother, I, I just want to make sure that, you know, that's not the, the, the attack that, the, that was given some people. And I mm. thank God for this church, you know. I've been seeking God for a long time, mm. since the age of um, 21. And I've been lukewarm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to, uh, uh, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how Jesus could redeem me. And um, through the Lord's hour, he did. You know, just like a lot of people, he came to my room. He started praying for me. I started crying very hard. 
And the things that was hard for me to leave, the sins that I was comfortable with, you took them away, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. You still, re- you still repenting, Renata, to the Lord? Yes, um, I'm still repenting, and thank God for that prayer, too, the repentance prayer. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm... Even when I'm awake walking, I say the, the repentance prayer and uh, and the pride prayer. Oh, that that one is is so glorious, you know. And those one time I saw the, the back of God. One time I, I saw the back of God back in like 19 years ago. Like the same thing he did to Moses. He he came on this mountain. He said he was going to show me his back because mm. I kind of see his face because I would surely die. And I thought mm. that. I was so special because the, the devil lied to me. I thought that I was so special because he, mm. he, I got the privilege to see the back of God. And then when I hear people like you, Mary Kay Baxter, Shu Thomas, and so many other people that see God face to face and you talk to him, I mean, that is, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to do, you know. And I know that God is making, um, just like just like you said in Deuteronomy, when you obey my teachings, I make you the head, not the tail, you know? So it's not about, mm-hmm. I'm not lusting after power because this world is, this world is corrupted mm-hmm. already by power, the lust of power. But I, God woke me up, just like a lot of people in this church. He woke me up, and he helped me realize, Ray, you was blind, you was wretched, and you was lost, and you thought you was close to me because I was always talking to people about him, but in my actions... I may do some things or think some things that were not, you know, that were that were sinful. So I am so so happy about this, and I, I really am going to unite by faith with the other people that want to hear and see God. Because Alvi, you know this, you know, you know that there is such a difference when you see God face to face than when you hear Amen. about Him. Jesus told the the, the Samaritan lady or um, that was um, one to drink water, she said, mm-hmm. you people worship the God that you don't know. I worship the God that I know and see, you know? Amen. Like, he Amen. he let her know the big difference. And notice mm-hmm. the people that have an encounter with God, their anointing gets much stronger, and he's with you much more, much more because of the blessed visitation, you know? Mm-hmm. Amen. That, that's, that's what Amen. I'm saying. And Renato, let me so tell you something. The Lord want, wants to reveal himself to all his children. Amen, amen. Of course, uh, I don't want to make it personal. That's what I said. Everybody else who believes and who has this hunger, let's believe and let the glory of God come to us. And it's just like this man prophesied. Um, I'll send you a lot of information. I'll send you the information about Dr. Dwar, the reptiles, a long time Thank ago. I'll send you a whole list of information. And I did it because I know you speak to God, and God will confirm to you whether it's true or false. And mm. I'm glad I did that because a lot of mm. things that God spoke to me, letting me know that it's happening in this world, he confirmed mm. by you that it's true. And the reason why I believe it's true is because God changed my life through mm. using you, you know? So uh, glory to God. Well, glory to God. Amen. Praise God. He he is, he is um, Renato, uh, revealing himself to a lot of people. And one thing a sister was saying to me, Brother Elvie, when we when we started the Lord Tower, and she never heard nothing like this about the Lord, and immediately the Lord went and revealed her, himself to her, and she was blown away that she was looking at the Lord, like, wow. And she just heard my brother Larry and I, 
and believe, and immediately she had that, that revelation from the Lord. She just went seeking him. And so <clears throat> this is why we tell everyone here, and we have a lot of people who are having this experience with God. And so we want to continue to encourage the people of God to seek the Lord <clears throat> in a personal way and believe that he is real, believe that God is real, that He God is actually more real than we are. How oh, do I know that? Because oh, God yeah. created us. Creator. Amen. He created us. He's the creator. So, you know, the only thing is that God is a spirit, but God can right. take any form. See, when I was invited in a show there, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a very famous show. One of the things they asked me, have you seen the Father? I say, yes, and the Lord, and I say, yes, and all that. And so people usually want you to describe him to, to them and all that. Hallelujah. But what, when, right. when I say that, I also say, God can, as he has revealed himself to me, he can do it to you. He wants exactly. to do it to you. He wants and to. And you know, what I remember, because I have awful memory, but the Holy Spirit helps me remember the things that I should remember. And I remember that Jesus tells you to pray more than four or five or six hours to him. And uh, that's mm-hmm. that. That's where when his glory comes, I want to get to that level and God give him the power to pray that much until he comes. You know, that I know there's times that you pray and then he appears, you know? Amen. I'm pretty sure. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited, and thank you. Amen. And I also did have a, I did have a bad experience about uh, uh, somebody that I trusted in, the baptized by, by Raising Fire Church, um, Kim. I went to that church. He He's he's from Korea. and I, get... I lost you there, brother. Hello. Well, now you're there? Praise God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I guess he lost the call. Praise Jesus. Yes, God can reveal himself to anyone. And so if we believe, hallelujah, in our relationship with him, he can come and reveal himself to us. All God wants us is to believe him, to trust him, to understand that God, hallelujah, he's not going to judge anyone just because they're approaching him, but he loves everyone. And he wants to reveal himself to everyone. He says this to the disciple, hallelujah. Praise God. And I believe it's in, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I'm looking it up right now, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Look, Matthew eleven twenty seven. All things are delivered unto me by my Father, Jesus said. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father uh, save the Son, and he unto whoever he will reveal him. Hallelujah. Whosoever he reveal the, the Son, he will reveal it. So Jesus is saying here, hallelujah. Let me look it up in the International Bible, hallelujah. Cause the, the King James again. A lot of people like the King James, but it's just the, the wording, hallelujah. Praise God. It's hard to explain it as you explain it. Hallelujah. Now, the Father has given all things to me, Jesus said. The Father is the only one who knows the Son. And the only one who knows who knows the Father are the Son and those whom the Son chooses to uh, make him know. In other words, Jesus can reveal the Father to you. This is what I got from this. And so I believe that. And it's also if you believe it, he will, Jesus can reveal God to you. He can reveal Yahweh to you if you ask him in prayer. Hallelujah. Remember that everything is possible with God. You, you can believe God 
And don't limit God in your life. Don't just limit him. God is unlimited. And so if you believe him, hallelujah, he will show you more, hallelujah, than what you're, what you're confessing, what you're believing. Always, because God is so true. Hallelujah. And he will always, hallelujah, give us more, more than what we, can, what, what we think we were going to receive. Because he wants to, he loves us, he don't want us to walk in doubt. But he does want us to walk.
Joshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. Thank you, mighty, mighty Lord. Mighty, mighty, mighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. My brother, my sister, I got great news tonight that I know, I know that I know, that I know, and I know. It will encourage you and the Lord tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. We serve a wonderful, merciful God who loves us very much. Hallelujah. Who knows everything about you and I. Everything that you and I are going through, he knows. He let me know this last night. He knows everything we're going through. I've been battling allergy. Yes, please keep me in prayer. I am praying also that I may be healed. And I know some of you are also going through seasonal allergy. Amen. And praise you, Lord. The Lord is a healer. He is the God that healeth thee. So we continue to pray. I told you, we all get sick. We all go through these things. But the Lord is our healer. The Lord is the God that heals us. By his strife, by his wound, we are healed. Praise your Lord. We don't stop. Hallelujah. We continue to believe. We continue to proclaim, to declare our healing until we are totally healed. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Amen. Praise to God. I was thinking, would I, would I be able to go on and share? I know I need to go on and share. I know this. Okay? Even asking the Lord. I know this is my responsibility to come and share what the Lord is sharing with us, my brother and sister, because, hallelujah, what he showed me last night is so encouraging. And seeing the Lord smiling as he showed me what he showed me. Praise you, Lord. There was three things he showed me, which I'm going to share tonight. My brother and sister, specifically, I have said before that um, I, I'm not planning anymore to talk about the three days of darkness unless the Lord uh, revealed me more, and he has. And so, hallelujah, I've been wanting to put away this topic, the three days of darkness. We are still talking about it. It's important because the prophet says, like Amos, he come, the Lord come in with darkness. There's a three days of darkness, and where the church is going to be changed is going to be transformed, my brother and my sister. Amen. But last this morning, last night, was about the rapture. Rapture. I'm going to tell you what Jesus says to me. Praise you, Jesus. As I struggled in prayer last night, my brother and sister in the middle of the night, from hallelujah, hallelujah, I could not stay till 1 o'clock in prayer. Because I was struggling with a seasonal allergy and praying, but still pushing myself going forward because we need we need to pray. Prayer is so important, my brother and sisters. Thank you, Lord. We cannot stop praying, no matter how we feel. Even if we're sick, if our body's hurting, we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. Prayer is so, so important. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Yeshua. Amen. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to start with Cain in, in Genesis 4.13, okay? 
I should probably start with a rapture because that's what the first thing I got last night from the Lord. The rapture is the first thing he given me. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so I believe that is where we're going to start anyway. Okay? Praise you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Jesus, my brother and sister, is coming for us. And it is so close. It is so close because I asked the Lord last night. I was asking the Lord, Lord, hallelujah. Are we going to have to wait years, Lord? Is, is, it, is it this close, Lord? Hallelujah. We are so close to be going home. I'm going to share with you the word that Jesus uses to to encourage me and not only me, you Excuse me, you and I that are waiting on the Lord, my brother and sister, because we are waiting on the Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. We're waiting on him. We're trusting him. We're not, hallelujah, putting our trust in anything else but Jesus. Okay? Those that are, and those that are waiting on the Lord are knows and understand. Hallelujah, my brother and sister, that our eyes are on the Lord. And that we want the Lord more than anything, more than anything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise to God. Praise to Yeshua. Praise to Jehoshua. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise to Lord. Matthew 25. Let me go into the parable of the virgin, my brother and sister, Hallelujah. Because it says at the midnight hour, Matthew 25, 6, there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Go ye out to meet him. Hallelujah. He was coming, and they were encouraged to go meet him. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. And shalom to those that are joining us in the chat room. Praise the Lord. I really wanted to have more people to hear tonight's program because there was three things the Lord specifically showed me. Last night, this morning, Shalom Sister Luna, that I know is going to encourage you in the Lord. My brother, my sister, it was a confirmation to what the Lord's been sharing with Sister Celestia. My brother insisted. Then the Bible said that all the virgins arose and tripped their lamp, and the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the white answer saying, Stop there on verse 8, that their lamp was going out. My brother and sister, this is where people are desperate and they're wondering if it's coming. And he is. He is. Last night, he, he, he brings me in. And I'm there with brothers and sisters. Family, I first see family as I come into heaven. All praise be to the Lord. And we were hugging one another, my brother and sisters, and my bird that died over a month ago, that you hear in some other video, you hear them uh, singing, my cockatiel, two of them, Paquito, oh, my Lord, Paquito, is one of them, and they were both there. It was blue and white, blue and white, kind of yellowish, the one. And they were waiting for me in heaven. And, oh, Lord, was I happy to see them. My brother and sister and and my family was there, my daughter, and let me tell you, 
we were hugging one another, and there were brothers and sisters there. This, this was the rapture. This was the experience of the rapture. And I said, Lord, the rapture is happening right now. This is the rapture, Lord, because I was so excited. Hugging the family. We're finally here, Lord. We're finally here. I'm telling Jesus, who's standing there, greeting the people as they were coming in, my brother and sister, hugging my family, my children. It was so exciting seeing my bird. And the Lord wanted me to see the bird. He's standing in front of us with a, with a beautiful smile, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're coming in. Praise the Lord. And then the Lord says to me, uh, very soon. But he given me the experience of from here to there that it was like nothing in between. Nothing. Nothing. My brother and sister, the word is nothing. And don't miss Wednesday, Sister Carla was sticking to heaven the day before yesterday. She saw the clock. There was nothing. God showed Sister Carla the clock this week. Okay, I don't know if she's listening. I wanted to invite her, but I know she's busy and with the family, and she's coming on Wednesday night. But the Lord's giving her a revelation of the clock, and, and I'm asking the Lord, based on that true Lord, are we that close? And the Lord, my Lord, gives me this experience of the rapture. It was so real, so real. I said, the rapture's happening now. And the Lord's standing there with a smile, welcoming everyone. People were walking after him to hug the Lord. I saw people stretching their arm over his shoulder, hugging him. My brother insisted. And, and, and loving him. He was loving everyone. He was welcoming people into heaven. They were hugging him. And, and he had his garment, beautiful Jesus. And people were coming in. My brother insisted. Oh, my Lord, my God. What a beautiful scene this was. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I said, Lord, we're finally here. I kept saying. But he was, he was smiling, looking at me, and then he says, very soon. Okay? Very soon. And, and, and I could see, I could see that there was no time in between. The way he did it was just from here to there, there was just nothing, nothing, nothing. I was so excited. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Keep repenting, sister. Keep repenting, my brother. Keep confessing your sin. I, I, I was myself. Lord, I don't want to miss the rapture, please. You know, he promised me I will be going home. But, you know, I, I've been hearing people saying, you, you got to check yourself every day. You cannot assume that you're fine because that could be pride, and we need to be careful with pride. So I am praying. I'm repenting. I'm confessing my sin. I'm checking if I'm doing anything different. You know, what is it that, that I need to do more? And, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my life now. I'm, I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking. My brother and sister. And, Lord, please, I want to go home in the raptures. I don't want to stay behind. Please, Lord, I want to go home with my family. Praise you, Lord. And, and he gave me that experience. It was so real. <clears throat> it was so awesome, too. Go through that experience, my brother and sister, in heaven, and, and experience, and then brothers and sisters that came in, in the rapture, I saw them, and, and they looked at me, I didn't look no more than 20, they didn't look no more than 20, and each, my brother and sister, 
and we were hugging one another, and and we looked at each other because your skin, your body will look like even if you're let's say 18 or 19 right now. When you go home in the rapture at 20, you look better than what you are now. Your skin will look better. You you'll you'll be skinny before the Lord. If you have extra pounds, immediately they're gone, and you're skinny. And if you're having any, any body issue, any walk issue, any leg issue, any problem right now, any sickness, okay? Because, listen, we need to suffer to come into heaven. And whatever sickness, whatever you're going through, that like you're thinking, I'm so sick, Brother Elvie. I'm in, I'm in pain, Brother Elvie. You know, God have allowed that into you because it's part of your suffering also. And we have to suffer. We have to go through these things. Before we enter the kingdom of God. And remember, until the last second, last second, we're going to be tested by God. This is not, nobody can say, you know, you know, uh, you know, I've already gone through all my testing. I don't need to go through more testing anymore. Hallelujah. No, no. No, no, my brother and sister. Okay? No. We, we need to be tested. And and we're going to be tested until the last, my brother and sister, second that we are taken out of this body. Hallelujah. Now, as I'm seeing all this, I'm rejoicing, everything is so beautiful. I'm hugging everybody and looking what God has for us. I'm looking at my bird there, looking, they fly. They they had like this stick in heaven where they, 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 they were there. They were looking at me. They can recognize me. Paquita and Paco. Well, that's what the kid called them. And they were looking at me and like, oh, man, that's a dead bird. They in heaven. And remember, in a lot of my videos, you hear them singing to God. Every time I was preaching, they would get loud. They would be singing to God, worshiping God. Praise you, Lord. I love that so much. But to see them in heaven, my Lord, my God, he's so good. He's so merciful. The Lord's standing there looking at me with a smile. Like, and when I look at the Lord, I look at my burden like, oh, my Lord. He remembered that the kid, we love those birds so much. Well, they're in heaven. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So God loves you. Jesus loves you. He gave his life for you. He wants to bring you to heaven. Okay, don't stop repenting. Don't stop seeking God. Check yourself with God every day. And the way to do it is in repenting. Repent of your sin, even the unknown sin. Say, Lord, I don't remember all my sin, but I repent of them, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me, Lord. Please forgive me. Let them become under the cross, under the bloodshed on the cross, Lord Jesus. My sin, my trust, past, past, present, and future. Lord, I repent of them in Jesus' name. Please forgive me, Lord. Check with the Lord every day. Check your life with Jesus every day. Don't assume anything. Oh, you know, I've been a believer since I was little. No, don't assume anything. Because any, any trespass, any sin is very dangerous. We need to check ourselves with the Lord. And that this is what I'm doing. I advise you to do the same thing. The Apostle Paul uh, was not taking any chance. He knew he can be cut off at any moment if he was falling in sin. And so he always checked himself with God. And so we need to learn to do the same. My brother insisted. Now, listen to this now. Let's go into what God has shown Sister Celestia.
because I was listening to her, and I've been listening to her like for about two days now on the road, just playing her audio. She got so many audios, you need to go back and listen to them from earlier age, uh, 2019, 2020, 2021. You might need to go back to them and, and, and listen to her audio. Jesus confirmed to me that her, uh, his revelation to her, he's been giving her his revelation to her. So they, they are from Jesus. Okay, you can check with the Lord also. And I tell you, they will bless you. They will bless your life. And so I've been listening, just listening. Because there are things in those messages that sometimes, if you're not paying attention, you can miss the information. And the information is a blessing. She's paying a high price for it. That's what people don't understand. We have to pay a high price for, for even preaching just the word. Okay? My brother and sister, there are not a lot of people who are willing to do so. I'm obedient. Fasting, prayer, okay? I tell you, my brother insisted, but you can check any other information with the Lord. Now, as the rapture was going on in heaven, I don't know, I believe it was the first year of the great tribulation on earth after the rapture has begun, after the rapture happened and the celebration was going on in heaven, the Lord bring me back to earth, Okay? And when the Lord brings me back to earth, the demon that are locked out, the Nephtalian sons and daughters have been released upon the earth. Okay? And I knew it was like the first year of the Great Tribulation. When I come back, this is the part where, where she is spot on. She's right on, Sister Celestia. Because these people on the earth have received these beings. They welcome them. They just welcome them. They were hogging them. These, these beings were promising people on the earth. I hear one of them speaking and say, we're making this earth a paradise. And Sister Celestia used one, one and one of her teaching this. And I heard this desperately in saying this to the population. We are making this earth a paradise. Forget about God and his kingdom. He was saying, we're making this earth a paradise. Because someone said, what about the, the kingdom of God? Oh, forget about God and his kingdom. We're making this earth a paradise. He says, stand back and watch. And he stretched his hand, and power was coming out of him. And he began to make the earth like a paradise. And he, made, he was making the grass greener, the tree greener. He was making the, the city beautiful. Remember the city that God chose Sister Celestia, a more modern, advanced city. My brother and sister, he was doing this in second. And people were stunned. Oh, thank you, finally. This is what we were waiting for you for. We were waiting for you to come. We knew you were going to do this, people were saying. And I listened to them like, excuse me? And as they were making the earth beautiful, I said, enough with the lie. Okay, I was standing there, I said, enough with the lie. And, and when I said enough with the lie, this, this is a deceiving lie. The, 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 this, how do, how do I call it? This falseness, this lie, deceiving hologram that they just put on the earth, it shattered, it shook. When I said enough with the lie, this is not of God. So it's not from God. And a shadow, like if when you speak to glass and it breaks, and a shadow somehow and it shook the whole 
hologram they had made, and the demon were angry. And they were saying to one another, we're going to stop this fellow. We're going to stop this fellow. So he, does, he doesn't agree with us. He doesn't want to join us. He, does, he doesn't want to be part of us. We're stopping him. Okay? And they were gathering together, and I said, well, I'm out of here. But I was going to another part of the earth, my brother and sister, because I said enough, and people were in love with them. People were hogging them. And these are beings that are large. Some of them are very large, but some of them are seven and a half feet, eight feet, nine feet, and people were hawking them. People were welcoming them. They loved what they had to offer to them. They were very handsome. They're very handsome men and women. I mean handsome. Because they can turn into themselves into an angel of light. The devil can turn us into an angel of light, the Bible says. My brother and sister. And people were saying how happy they were that they came. Now, I want to read this to you, my brother and sister. The word great, the word great is like the word large, large, or, or extensive, okay? In the Bible, when you look at the word great, when, when God uses the word great in the Bible, or when any prophet, any man of God uses the word great, it's because it's like exceedingly. It's more than what you can handle or deal with. In this case here, in Genesis 6-5, God saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every imagining thought of his heart was only evil. What these fallen ones have brought upon humanity, it was exceedingly. That's another word to describe the word great. It, it was more than what they know. <coughs> it is more than what they have experienced in all their lives. Imagine making cities in second. We don't have the machine. We don't have that technology. We don't have that ability on the earth. And when they are released and they can do this in front of the multitude, people are loving them. Because now it's like you don't need to use machines. You don't need to use your hand. You don't need to do nothing. We're making all this for you to enjoy it. We're going to give you the most advanced city, the most advanced technology. Okay? You don't need to work for it. You don't, know, you don't need to go to work for eight hours to... To have food, look, we're going to make this field full, full of plantation, full of fruit, full of food, full of whatever you love to eat. You, all you have to do is go, not even, we can just bring it to you. We can move our finger and bring it to you by ton, okay? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to create warehouses. We can create storage for you if you want, and you have plenty of enough for just just go get your food, okay? Okay, do what we want you to do. Submit to us. Acknowledge us, and we'll give you everything you want. Revelation 34, and, and they worshiped the dragon, which gave power to the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? And who is able to make war with the beast? You notice the type of worship they're giving the devil? They're giving the Antichrist, they're giving these fallen ones? They are worshiping them. They are welcoming them. This type of worship only belongs to God. It only belongs to the Creator. 
and they're giving it to the creation. Fallen ones. My brother and sister, what an abomination. My bro- and I could not stay shut there for hours listening to them and seeing what they were doing. Yes, they, they made the earth like, like a paradise. My brother and sister, they make the earth like a paradise with their fingers, just moving their fingers, with their ability, their power. They're deceiving powers because everything is like a hologram. And it's so easy for them to create all this grass, all this green tree, green grass, sunny day. They move their finger and they make the day sunny and beautiful right away. No cloud, clear. The clearer day that's already ever had, they just boom, move their finger and created it for people. And people were worshiping them. They were thanking them. Oh, thank you. Okay? And they told them to forget about God, that they were going to make this sort of paradise for them. I say, should be, they say. They're like, what is he talking about? Only God can give us paradise, can give us, can give us a glorified body, a place. Not them. Because everything they're giving people comes, okay? It comes for a price. And people will have to pay high price for it. So now going back to Genesis, what does Cain say? Type of the great tribulation. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is great that I can bear. By them worshiping these demons, submitting the, the, their will to the will of these demons, their punishment is greater than what they can bear. Bible insisted. Because you should only worship the Creator. You should only worship the Lord thy God. And holy Him should be served. Ye serve, the Bible says. And when you turn to worship this creation, when you submit to this creation, the punishment is greater than what people can bear. My brother insisted. Came went and got a wife from them, had children with them, have the evil we can see multiply, Bible insisted. God will not let this, this wickedness of Cain killing his brother, and his wickedness, his exceedingly wickedness, go unpunished, my brother and sisters. So in Genesis 6, the same thing happens. God saw that the wickedness of man was greater in the earth, that every imagining thought of their heart was only evil. So God now has to bring them great punishment because their great evil is exceedingly, which call now for great punishment, Genesis 7:11. And on the 600 year of Noah's life, on the second month of the 70th day of the month, the same day will all the fountain of the great be broken up and the windows of heaven were open. Notice, gray fountain of the deep, gray judgment through water God is bringing. This great judgment to water is exceedingly great. It is more than what humanity can handle in any life on this earth. That's why God said to Noah that he was going to destroy all living on the earth. Because the plan that he has for judgment will be great, will be exceedingly more than what God knows of this creation can take. 
The same is coming in the great tribulation. It will be great, exceedingly judgment. Because what they did to the generations of Noah, in law, I'm going to show you. Great, exceedingly judgment has to come from heaven to utterly destroy them. And they will not escape, the Bible says. It's impossible for them to escape. Because their wickedness, the evil is great, exceedingly. My brother and sister, Genesis 6, 7, 18, I'm sorry. And the water prevailed, hallelujah, increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the water. You see? There was so much rain. There was so much water. My brother and sister, the scientists today, they've been studying this for so many years, and they cannot come to a conclusion. What type of judgment was this? Because the Bible is true. It covered the earth. God and may God. One corner of the earth to another corner. One corner of the earth. East to south. East to west. North to south. Completely covered the earth. There was no living that can escape this judgment. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Praise you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. So that judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah, similar, Genesis 18:20, And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sins is very grievous. Notice the same word, great, God is using here. So in order for these fallen ones here, as they correct this, these two cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, to be stopped early, to be destroyed early, God needs to bring a judgment to the four corners of this city, north to south, east to west, where they cannot escape and no human being or animal can escape because as the human being was corrupted, so were the animals. Even the flying bird, they corrupted all flesh. And the only way to stop them and continue to work with humanity is to utterly destroy them. And that's why the fire that came over Sodom and Gomorrah Today, as they have studied, it went six feet below the earth. It went so deep on the earth that it went six feet below the earth. And that place that used to be, I believe it's in Turkey, that used to be called Sodom and Gomorrah, there's a video about it online, you can research it. Six feet below the ground, there is dust, dust still there. My brother insisted. Dust is still found there. Six feet below the ground. That's how deep the fire went in. That consumed Sodom and Gomorrah. Nothing can escape there. Because it was the work of the, of the Nestalian. It was the work of the fallen demons. And when they come down, when they are loose to, cor to correct this humanity now in the United States and the world, they are going to correct it to the level you cannot even imagine. You cannot imagine the level. A corruption. I can show you some of what I hear them, the scientists, in their future plan. And it's to remove their mind, their thinking, their knowledge from their body and put it into a robotic body for them to live forever, according to them. My brother insisted. And the moment you move your soul, your spirit from this body, you are dead. And your soul at that very moment is taken to hell forever. You're lost forever. 
Okay? But these demons are convincing them that they can do this and get away with it. That's a lie. That is a lie from the pit of hell. They're being deceived, my brother and sister. Their conscience cannot be removed from their body and put it into a robot to live forever. That's a lie. But that's what they're being convinced through CERN right now. Through all these CERN um, particle accelerators, because someone said, don't call them CERN, brother Elvi. In the United States, we don't have CERN. We have particle accelerator, which is it's a type of CERN, but these are, are communication polar is what they use them for. They communicate with the demon. In that sense, they can break into where they are and communicate and talk with them. CERN can do more than that, they say. CERN can transport things, like the one in Switzerland, can transport things in and out. But not these particle accelerators, supposedly. Okay, so, okay, I, I didn't know. I, I'm not into that. So that's what they, they, they told me, be careful not to call it CERN. Uh, Galatians 6, 9, be not deceived, God is not mockful. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he also reap. Okay? So shall he also reap. My brother and sister, I talked about years ago that Chicago is not doing so great economically as a city, and they're building four CERN. California, hundreds of thousands of people begging my brother and sister in California, in San Francisco, around California, and they, they're, they're now onto the third particle accelerator, and they cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And to maintain them, it's also hundreds of millions of dollars every year. Okay? But, no, you got all these people homeless, going hungry, my brother and sister, and, and these people, instead of helping those people, uh, funding uh, uh, plan programs to support and help these people, because they could, they've done them in the past before they uh, build these particles, accelerators. No, no, they, they need the money now to communicate with those demons because it's more important to them to, to listen to what the demon has to say than to feed the hungry people, their brothers and sisters, to them, my brothers and sisters. So you're already seeing the behavior of humanity, the same behavior of the generations of, of law and, and, and Noah, my brother and sister. It's only what they want to get. It's only about them. It's about pride, what they want, what they need. Uh, uh, talking with the demon is more important than supporting the brothers and sisters, helping the brothers and sisters. It's more important than talk with the demon, listen to what the demon has to say, and do what the demons are saying. My brother and sister, completely corrupt. The Bible says the word, where men behave this way, men have become corrupt because Whatever you believe, if you believe in God, he fills you with Christ. If you believe in the devil, he fills you with lies and deceive and demons and darkness. And that's what they're becoming. They're becoming like if they believe in an idol, if the people worship an idol and pray to an idol every day, they become death like that idol, the same. My brother insisted. That's a biblical foundation. So that's exactly what's happening. So in, general, in, in Revelation 13, 4, they worship the dragon, which is the system of the beast. It's the system of the Antichrist. They're worshiping the dragon. They're worshiping Satan. They know it's a dragon. They know it's Satan. The revelation for, from Jesus through John is the one that they think is the, 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 the leader, 
the commander in chief, or the world leader, the, the, the people that they take as a smarter president I've ever been in the United States for eight years, and a color man. And this other one coming out of Europe, these men are so smart, and, and, and people say you never had anyone like them in office. And if they can control the world, then we will have peace, prosperity, and all that. And that's kind of the system that they're going to establish when they, they put themselves in, their pos in position, which are they're doing so right now in the United States and the world. They're setting themselves in position. But there's only one man that never agreed with their plan. It's, it's called, his name is President Putin. Everybody, every other country agree with them except Russia. God reserved Russia for the last, last day, even though a lot of people don't think so. But they'll see the outcome of it. They'll see the outcome. Don't worry. Those that will stay behind will see it with their own eyes. When the Lord brings me back, the earth is nothing like we left it. We went home in the rapture. Okay? We're in heaven now for about a year. When the Lord brings me back, the earth is nothing like we left it. Like, what happened? And then I see these people hugging these demons, the Nephthalians, and they're hanging around with them. They're their leaders. They're telling people what to do, how to go about their life. They have made everything easy for people. Bible insisted. If nothing costs you, the Apostle Paul says to the brother, that so they will not steal to work. Work. And when people just want to receive and don't want to do no work, that's a dangerous mindset. Okay? Dangerous mindset. When these Nestalians are, are, are released, they come out into the world and say, oh, don't worry about working. Don't worry about food. Look, we're going we're gonna to create so much food for you, so many warehouses. We have plenty of food, plenty of everything. We'll make this earth a paradise as it should be. And people are so happy. Oh, that's what we want to hear. Oh, finally. And what I say, forget about God. And people agree with them. People are agreeing with them. My brother and sister, I'm telling you, it's horrible. Shalom, brother amigo. It's wicked. It's evil. But people are happy to see them come, to see them being released and come take control of the earth. And began to make the earth beautiful, a paradise. And they do, but in a few days, the earth is a total paradise. Modern city. Everything flying from here to there. Flying car, flying this, flying that. Just like the Lord show Sister Celestia. You want more information? Go to Sister Celestia, the master blog. So sister, the the, the uh, master voice blog of Sister Celestia. She has plenty of video and, and written and she has written it down where you can read it and read everything the Lord has spoken to her and shown her in regard to the fallen one that are coming on the earth. My brother insisted. Because they are going to make the earth like a paradise, but it's fake. It is a lie. Once they get everyone in the same page, which, which that's what they're going for. If anyone don't agree with them, they're sending a group to kill them. And they sent a group to kill me now. I left, and there was a group chasing me. And I saw some, someone on my family there, my brother and sister, the master boys. Yes, someone can put the, the link in the chat room. And I said, run, run. And she was running, run, because they are coming. The earth, my brother and sister, 
Jesus, the Lord, God is sending me back a year in the Great Tribulation to help our people. I have mentioned this on the Lord Jowell. Not only more, me and other, other brothers and sisters are coming down to help these people that will be going through the worst, my brother and sister, that you cannot imagine how bad it's going to be. A lot of people seem like they're losing hope. But it's not that they're losing hope. It's that they know they stay behind and that they should have been repenting. They should have been seeking God. My brother says that they were lazy. Or they say they were too occupied to pray and be on the word and be seeking God. Right now, people are making all kinds of excuses not to see God. <clears throat> and of course, not everyone. There's only a small remnant repenting and seeking the Lord. But the rest of the people backslide and look why are making excuses why they don't have time to pray and be on the word. And that is going to cost them very high price, very great suffering. Because right now, every Christian should be suffering one way or another to be going home to being with Jesus. If your life is very easy right now, you need to check yourself. Because you either got to be sick or going through something. It is the test, the trial of life, the trial of your faith, the Apostle Paul says. My brother and sister. That's why Jesus said that we have to be willing to give our lives. Whoever will be willing to give their life, die, will be saved. Whoever try to preserve their lives, keep their lives, save their lives, will lose it. My brother and sister, there's no other way with God. God is checking every heart, every mind, every life. He is fully aware of where we are. You and I are right now. The Lord let me know this this morning. I know the pain and headache you're going through right now, he says to me. Right now. Everything you're going through, my servant. The pain and headache you're going through, I see it. I know it. I'm fully aware. He began to talk to me this way. And I said, okay, Lord. Wow, Lord. He said, I know. I know how difficult it is for you, he says. I know what you're going through. And I said, oh, Lord, thank you, Lord. Okay? Very, very soon. It says, he used to boy very one. Very soon you'll be here. Okay? And I said, yes, Lord. Thank you. My brother and sister, there's not one thing that escaped him. Not one thing. But he wants us that when people do anything or say anything to our offending or however, we turn around and forgive them. Forgive them as Jesus did with everyone that was hurting him, coming again, slapping him and all that. Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. We need to behave in the same manner and the same behavior of Jesus through people. No matter who. Yes, we get angry. We get frustrated. He knows this. He says to me, I know your frustration. I know my children's frustration. Even the frustration you're going through now, he knows. How difficult it is. Your sickness. He knows it. What you're going through. And all that will help you. And, and, and the reward that you are going to see is not small. My brother and sister. Let me keep reading. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When Abraham went down to Egypt in Genesis 12, 17, 
The Lord plagued Pharaoh in his house with great plague because of Sarah, his wife. You know how great the plague was? That several of his servants were dropping dead by hundreds. That's a great plague. Dropping dead, dropping dead, dropping dead, dropping dead. It was so great that Pharaoh cried to Abraham, what, what have I done to you? And Abraham had to intercede. Like, God, please, please don't keep killing these people because there will not be one alive. Because by hundred they would drop in dead. That's a great plague. You see how God deals with certain people in certain nations, certain kingdom, my brother and sister? Great plague. Praise the Lord. Genesis 51, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham, and the reason saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield, thy sitting. Great reward. Remember what I said earlier, great reward? Now look to this. The reward, my brother and sister, that he is receiving is great. It's not just anything, but great reward. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. Praise the Lord. Let me get back. Let me check on my wife. We can hear her on the microphone. Let, let me go check on her. Praise the Lord. And I'll be back to this. Lord told Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise you back. I'm back. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, can you uh, pause our sister celestial? 
Hallelujah. And the her, her, just her her um, link so people can go back and listen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Strada. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Keep my wife our stomach and prayer. She ate something that made her sick. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So they worshiped the dragon, gave power to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make work with him? And it was given unto him a mouth to speak great things and blasphemy. Power was given unto him to continue for 42 months. Okay? For 42 months is evil. I'm the earth. My brother and sister, continue. Okay? Power was given to continue for 42 months, but it's blasphemy. It's speaking against God. It's speaking against the church even. My brother and sister. And it's, and it's, it, it's so wicked that everyone on earth is being deceived by the wickedness of these fallen ones. And it's all part of the Babylonian system. I love it because Sister Celestia said that also. Revelation 18 that I was speaking about the, the beast. Um, my brother and sister, the, the Babylonian system, Revelation 18, she says it is the United States. My brother and sister, Babylon, the great fallen, falling and become the habitations of devil, the whole of every uh, false spirit in the cage of every unclean, hateful bird. Well, this is the United States in the world because it's the system of the world. Because you see that every everyone followed the system of the beast when they, the COVID-19 vaccine was sent out. So every, every, everyone or everything becomes under that, specifically under that system. The Babylonian system, and everyone is following that, listening to that, becoming part of it. My brother and sister, Genesis fifteen fourteen, and also the nation whom they shall serve will be. Well, I judge. Afterward, they should they shall come out with great sustenance, blessing, prosperity, abundance. However, you want to say that word. Now, here's the thing. They're coming out with great suffering because God is making sure that the children of Israel, my brother and sister, have enough that when they go back to the promised land, they will have a great um, income, my brother and sister, prosperity system in place. And in order for them, for them as a nation to go to the promised land and be able to have banks and put all the gold and silver into the bank and for the currency to have any value. They have to come out of Egypt with all those bulls and animals carrying those carriages full of gold and silver in order to bring it into the promised land and storage all that, in, build bank and storage all that into the promised land and then build a nation. It's the only way Israel can ever have, be a nation have a great city with a great army, great weapons and all that, when they have a strong market. They have a strong economy. And so God is providing to them in Egypt the gold of Egypt, the silver of Egypt, from the billionaire, the people, to give them all their gold, to give them all their silver. What people forget is that the Egyptians are doing this under great fear of God. 
So it's not that they're retaining anything. They're giving out all these billions in gold to the Israelites to be put in carriage and fill, my brother and sister, all these carriages for gold and silver so they can bring all that to the, to the promised land, build banks and put it in the banks, and they have a currency. And to be the nation that God said they will be. Because every other nation was already established. And for the Jewish people to come into the promised land and establish themselves as a nation, that's the way it has to be. That's why when David came later on, hundreds of years after Joshua, after Joshua had split the land among the Jewish people, upon the twelve tribe of Israel, David comes, the first king chosen by God. He is able to bring Judah and Jerusalem together, two different cities now, their economy together, and establish Israel as one of the most powerful nations. So with his son Solomon coming to reigning, my brother and sister, the economy of Israel was the number one economy in the world. They shipped to New Hampshire, to the United States New Hampshire, to buy word, to use it for the building of the temple of Jerusalem, the first temple of God. From the United States, they bought wood and brought it into Israel. My brother, back then, okay, was very difficult to bring all that wood in ship. The ship was very large, and there were many of them, and it took them months to get back with all that wood to Jerusalem to build the temple. That's why it took them many years. But they were able to do so. God had blessed Solomon and given him peace over all his enemy in abundance, my brother and sister. When God said that his reward will be for us, he's just not talking about a simple reward. That's why he said you're going to reign with Christ. You know what type of reward will be for you to reign with Christ? You will have to be established in his new city, Israel, Jerusalem, and you will have to be a billionaire there with the reward of the Lord and established. And out of you, you will support many people and many hundreds and thousands and millions of people you will be able to feed with the reward of the Lord. That's how God blessed Israel. And he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He said that his reward, he is, he is, coming, is coming with him, my brother and sister. So that millennium that he's going to establish, it will be established with great prosperity, great blessing, my brother and sister, on the earth. You're not beginning from zero. Whatever your tithes and offering is now for the kingdom of God, through this program in the kingdom of God, you are going to be blessed by God greatly in the millennium to come. You're not starting for zero. My brother and sister, praise the Lord. There, I know there were things the Lord did not allow me to see. As the Lord was standing in front of me, I was hugging my brothers and sisters, and there were things I wanted to see. I was curious. You know, I'm looking for the reward. I'm looking to see what, but he, he, he was not going to allow me to see much. He blocked uh, a lot of the things, my brother and sister, that I could see in front of me. Because these things are a surprise. I explained that to my children.
when they want a birthday, birthday surprise, we said it cannot be the night before or the week before. It has to be the same day because it's a surprise. So God is doing the same with us in the rapture departure. It's a surprise when we come to heaven. Okay, you're not going to see it from before. You have to see it when you get there because you're going to thank him. You're going to rejoice. You, you, you're, you're not expecting what he's about to give you. You're not expecting that. It doesn't even come to your mind. But in order for you to understand it better, you've got to see how he did it with Abraham. What did he do Abraham? I will make you a great nation. I will brace your descendant greatly. And then they come with all these carriage of gold and silver out of Egypt. Billions of dollars of gold and silver into the promised land. And that's why when they established themselves, they were, they were the most wealthy nation in the times of David and Solomon. Not even Egypt or Babylon had the gold and silver that Israel had. My brother sister. But his kingdom is not about riches. That is part of the gift. We don't focus on that. We focus on Jesus. I don't want you to misunderstand me because the gospel of prosperity has been around the earth for a long time. So we don't focus on that. No. We, don't, we focus on Jesus. We need to be focusing on repenting daily. That our garment, our spiritual garments are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. That our body, soul, and spirit, we are cleansed every day repenting. We're shaking ourselves, Lord, and sorry. Is there anything in me, Lord, that I need to repent, Jesus? Please help me. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Jesus. Help me to repent daily. Help me to seek you daily. Help me to be ready for the rapture daily. Checking ourselves. Where's the Lord? Calling out the Lord Jesus for help. Help me, Jesus. I need you to help me, Lord. He wants to heal that from you. He wants you to cry out to him for help. Because only him can help you. I remember when Jesus said this to me years ago. Only I can help you, my son. Ask me to help you. Only I can help you. Oh. And I was like, oh, Lord, because this was not being taught to me in church. When I came in relationship with the Lord and he was talking to me and telling me how I should be calling on him for help, this was not being taught to me in church. Oh, you pray, you know, we, and if you really need help, call the pastor. He'll pray for you. And it's like, okay. So you were more depending on men than on Jesus. And that's what the Lord wanted to root out of my life and out of your life. Stop being depending on men. Depend on Jesus. He is a spirit. He never slumber. He never sleep. He never gets tired. He can help you at any time and at any hour, at the day or the night. Men cannot do that. That's why people get disappointed with men, because they expect it to be there always for them. That's impossible. Thing is so limited. But Jesus can do that for you. God can do that for you. He can be there for you always. So when you learn to depend on him and call on him and ask him for help, you will build strongly in your relationship with him. And then the blessing is when you are depending on him and him come and minister to you, my brother and sister, like I was telling him last night, Lord, are we going to have to wait years before we go home, Lord? Please, Lord, give, give, give me a vision of heaven. Show me heaven. Take me to heaven, Lord. Let me see, Lord, because I want to be encouraged. I want to encourage other people also. 
And when he showed me this revelation, what an encouragement that was for me. I thought it was the righteous. I said, Lord, the righteous is happening. It's happening. It's happening. Very soon, he says, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So remember this. Yes, you may be going to struggle, sickness, pain, um, headaches, migraine headaches, <coughs> discouragement. Ask Jesus for help. Okay? Ask him to help you, to strengthen you, to help you to hallelujah, stay focused on him and keep his commandment. You cannot keep it on your own. You cannot be faithful to him on you. You need to ask him for help. He told me this, ask me for help. Ask me. And it took me a while. I'm very slow to, to learn certain things. It took me a while with the Lord telling me to ask him for help, for me to get it. It took years for me to get it. This December, November, I'm sorry, I'll be 30 years since I started.